What's up, guys, and welcome back to What the Fuck Do We Know, your new favorite podcast where we give you our opinions disguised as absolute facts. We are talking football, football, and more football. My name is Joe, and with me is the man, the myth, the only guy I can get to do this, Christian Lopez. Yes. What's up, man? How are we doing this week? Man, it's been a bit of a shitty week, but we're okay. We're going to get this figured out. I think that, you know, as you know, my team didn't play well. We'll get into that. But I'm very, very excited to be here and happy to do this, man. Let's get this going. Beautiful. All right. So let's go ahead and recap everything that we watched this week. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with the, the Bills and the Rams. I think it was a bit of a lack or letdown for first game of the season, unless you're a Bills fan, I guess. <laughs> then you were, you're riding high. Josh Allen's MVP week one, and you guys are winning the Super Bowl already. Yeah, yeah. All right. Bills yeah. Mafia, we do love you, though. You guys are probably some of the funniest yeah. fans we've ever seen. But either way, man, it just it, it was not a good showing for the Rams. I think that it was almost horrible. I think that there's a few teams in the NFL that didn't do a lot in the offseason, and the Rams got worse, and it's noticeable. Without Whitworth, they don't have their old line. When, when without, um, without Von Miller, mm-hmm. that is actually hurting Aaron Donald. Because when you can center your center, center oh, when when there was yeah. a second guy, because yeah, uh, there's times that Aaron Donald can be taken out of a game, but typically somebody else eats because of it, and he still affects the game because they're taking three blockers, they're taking their guard, their tackle, and are chipping him on the edge mm-hmm. with a running back or a tight end. They're doing everything they, they can, can to, to stop Aaron him, Donald. and somebody else typically wins. It's... But it didn't look like anybody else could win if Aaron Donald was stopped, and the Bills' offensive line. They look mean. They look strong. They, they look, look just tough. Tearing, tearing, they got a push. They're getting a two-yard push every time they ran the ball. Josh Allen was running and dancing. And did you see the clip of uh, what he did to Jalen Ramsey? Oh no, I don't. Dude, think that... it was uh, Josh Allen was on top of of pile. Oh yes, and they yes, were grabbing yes. And, him and then and he started uh... humping him. He humped Jalen Ramsey's face. You tell me, yeah. Yeah, like that's... <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, as long as uh, there's no other running backs, in the, as long as the running back knows that he's not going to be able to run the ball because Josh Allen has taken all those carries for the game, you know, yeah. good for him. You also, know? you know what, we're also going to – I got a bone, bone to pick with you, Sean McVay. Why the hell was Cam Akers on the field for 10 snaps maybe and got three touches? What the hell was that? You know, you almost cost me week one of my fantasy fantasy season because of that. You're lucky I drafted like a goddamn god, and I still put up 160 with a zero spot for my RB two. Man, what the fuck was that? There was, that was back to football. What football. the fuck? Oh my god, I was so mad. But back to the game itself. No, the Rams just look. They look disorganized. They look tired. They look like they just weren't ready to play play i don't know if they didn't practice all of that week but they looked so disorganized and matthew stafford looked like he did when his first couple years in detroit where he's like i don't know what to do i don't have time to throw the ball i'm gonna throw it to where cooper cup is or when he was in Detroit, he's like i'm gonna throw it to calvin johnson and he's gonna do something for me and yeah. that's what they resorted to and that's not why the rams won the super bowl last year yeah cooper cup got them in a position where they they were fine and they're like and if that uh when they were down for the money, when they're on the money downs and they could go to Cooper Cup, it'd be fine. But they were able to run an offense 
outside of Cooper Cup. Man. They did not move the ball at all without Cooper Cup. They, they just did not look good. Stafford was not playing like the guy that he played last year. I mean, I saw I there was very there was lots of plays where people were open and they weren't throwing the ball. And it seemed that Matthew Stafford thought that it was easier to get two yards rushing than it was to throw it to Allen Robinson. And I, th- I, okay. I, I mean, I, I had Allen Robinson this week, and I was expecting a little bit more. I started him over Edmonds because I thought that there, with there was with, times he was open. You with, go and watch the film; he was getting it, open, it was, but he wasn't getting the ball. It, it was like Stafford wasn't looking at him. It was one of those things where he was hitting whatever. Who's this? The new kid that the the Rams got? It's this. Uh, yeah. Scourneck. Scourneck had four receptions for 25 yards. He was targeted six times. Allen Robinson was targeted twice, and one of those was a jump ball from the 30-yard line at the end of the game. Yeah. Allen Robinson is a very capable receiver. I think you Alan, can p- give Alan him Robinson, the ball. He's going to work out. He's going to be fine in that offense. They're going to work him in. But they just did not look ready to play. Mm-hmm. They didn't. But and you know I think everyone's talking about Kevin O'Connell, they're all, the Rams' offensive coordinator from last season, joining the Vikings as their head coach, and what's what it's going to do for the Vikings' offense. And we saw that on display from first couple snaps of that game against uh, Minnesota and Green Bay. But I don't think anybody really thought about how it was going to affect the uh, Rams losing him. And I think you saw it. I think you saw it without Kevin O'Connell. They were shaky. They were. They looked scared. They looked like they didn't want to be there. Yeah. The Bills came in and punched them in the mouth and sat them down. Mm-hmm. They put them in timeout. Stephon Diggs had eight receptions, which they were on Jalen Ramsey. They weren't. This wasn't. Yeah. This Jay, was, Jalen Ramsey looked tired. He, he did not. Got, I mean, he was not ready. He was. Maybe Stephon it's Diggs a Super Bowl hangover. Maybe that's it because there's a reason why no one's gone back to back since 03, 04. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible to do, even if you make it back to the Super Bowl, which has happened a couple of times. The. Uh, Seattle went back uh, back to back Super Bowls appearances in uh, 12 13 and 13 14. 13, or no, maybe 13 14, 14 15, whatever. Those two years when they beat Denver and they lost to New England, second year. Um, New England did it when they um, they went to three Super Bowls straight. But I mean, New England was also, I mean, you can't really, they're an outlier at this point. This dynasty that they went, because I mean, they went three straight. They went against the Atlanta, then they went against Philly, then they went against LA. And then they dropped the one in the middle, but like, it's it's almost impossible to go back to back anymore. Big Dick Foles took carry off. Yeah, that's what he uh, did. Big Dick Nick, he took carry off, and bad. now he's got a statue outside of Philly. Yeah, but anyways, I mean, a lot of the guys looked good. I'm glad to see that uh, Josh Allen's moving the ball around. Stephon, he's Diggs. a freak, man. He's yeah. an absolute freak of nature. But it's what we expected. Oh yeah, Josh Allen, he looked great, man. Good for you, but. Look real, real good. I, they, yeah, Stefan Diggs was like you just said. He's he's a dog. He is. He's still a top five receiver in the NFL. I don't think I don't see him tailing off anytime soon. Gabriel Davis was getting open. He was making plays. The entire Bills offense was rolling, like just a well oiled machine. Week one, and it, I was really, really impressed by them. Yes, really, really. All right, and then so that was Thursday night. Let's go ahead and jump into our one o'clock games. We'll go ahead and start with the Patriots-Dolphins so I can get this um, amount of shame out of the way already. <laughs> oh, what do I, you mean, man? I mean, they both you, look bad. You guys look great. Both offenses <laughs> look like shit, honestly. You guys look so good. If It's like Brady never even left. <laughs> take away a strip sack fumble that the 
Dolphins scored, and that game finishes 14-7. to mm. Correct? Let me yes. make, let me make sure. I'm... Uh, it's it was no. Like... I think they would have finished. It would have finished thirteen to seven. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was final score was twenty to seven. It would have finished thirteen to seven minus a strip sack and a score. Tua did not look good. His arm. His first pass of the game was five yards in front of Tyreek Hill. And if he if he put that on Tyreek's hands, if he put that on his chest, he was probably gone down the sideline. No one was going to catch him. But mm. everything else with the Miami that game for his life, he could not get a uh, second to breathe. He was brought down three times for sacks, or excuse me, uh, he was brought down brought down twice for sacks. But there was constant pressure in his face. Whenever he did have a second to throw, nobody could get open. Yeah, and uh, nobody big, could get open all game long. I mean, no, I mean there was a big game changer in Brandon Jones. He had eleven. He had six tackles, six solo tackles at a safety position and a sack. Yeah, Brandon Man. Jones is the one who caused, if I'm not mistaken, he caused the uh, strip, sack. strip sack. Yeah, yeah, he, came, yeah, he was balling, man. He, he came down off a. Of, he came down late. Nobody saw him, and then he just blew him up. Good. <laughs> um, but again, I I think that the Patriots have a little bit more problems than they they would like to admit. Yeah, they don't really have any. They're kind of going through something like the they just they don't really have a true number one receiver. No, they have a they have a, a bunch of twos and threes. Yeah, I mean Jacoby Myers would be a great two on any team. Um, Nelson Aguilar could be a great two on any team. Kendrick Bourne could be a great two on any team. I, I think that they're not utilizing uh, Devonte Parker. Man. Yeah, they tried and then they just he he didn't look. He, he should be. I mean, did he? I mean, he only had two targets, one reception yeah. for nine yards. He had yeah. two targets. You got Jacoby Myers with six targets, and he only and he caught yeah. it four this, times. I mean, you know? this, this team is going to be a team of committees. So if you have drafted anybody from New England on your fantasy team, I'd dump them. <laughs> I would dump them now because it's dump, sell the team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kendrick Bourne got targeted one time. Um, on I think he was on the field for shit. I don't even know how many snaps. Mm. He was on the field one time, one one target, one catch, forty one yards. And then that was it. Like he's probably your best receiver you have on this roster, and you don't have him out there because he was late to practice. Yeah, I mean, or excuse me, he was late to a meeting with Matt Patricia. Yeah, but it was also, that happened months ago, and now he's still in the doghouse. Like you don't have you don't have Tom Brady under center anymore. You can't afford to put talent on the bench to send a message. Right. You, you can't afford it anymore. I just think that the Patriots are trying to go with a run attack, and which is the, fine. But but, the, but I mean, Mac Jones just didn't play well. No, you know he didn't. When he, just, he, when he had a little bit of time and somebody could get open, it was fine. But for the most part, he didn't have that, and nobody could get open. No, I yes. think I think New England will be fine. They always drop this game. They always drop the game at Miami. Typically, at the <laughs> beginning of the season, they always lose it. Don't know why, whether it's the weather or whatever. But it was just it's a really shitty game to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody looked good. Yeah, I mean on it, either side except for Miami's defense. Miami's defense looked legit. They're getting maybe the pass O line was that bad, but it looked like it was. They were getting instant pressure. They were right on top of Mac Jones as soon as he got the ball. They were bottling up runs. Damian Harris was a non-factor. Ramondi Stevenson was a non-factor. Ty Montgomery was a non-factor. Yeah, he caught a touchdown on his swing pass that he that he had to catch off the ground and then roll two yards into the end zone. Which I thought it was actually kind of funny to watch, but. 
That's yeah. not that's not how you want to be scoring touchdowns. Oh, no. um, another thing I think it's funny is uh, that the first receiver that Miami paid was Cedric Wilson, and he is the third, almost fourth receiver on the team. I think that that's absolutely hilarious. I mean, he went from he went from Dallas. I mean, of course, I'm biased because I'm a Dallas I'm a Dallas fan, guys. But I just know that that's funny because right now Cedric Wilson would be the number two guy in Dallas getting the ball with CeeDee Lamb, and they would be a good combination of receivers, yeah. and it'd be fine. We can talk about when but, we hit the Dallas, too, no. because there's a, I'm sure we both have a decent amount to say over that. But, but the Patriots-Dolphins, that was, that was not fun football to watch. On a weekend with a lot of good games, you guys were uh, bottom third. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, next on the list, I got Saints and Falcons. Marcus Mariota comeback time? No, are we, are we, Michael are you on Thomas the time. Michael well, Thomas time. Marcus Mariota comeback train. I am at the ticket stand. I'm considering getting a ticket right now. <laughs> they look good. Uh, for looked- when they were able to move the ball, they were they were looking all right. They, he didn't jump off the screen, but he looked okay. 20 of 33, 215. I think he had a, another – yeah, he had another 70 on the ground. Like he was able to keep that offense moving. Like, and we saw a lot from Cordell Patterson that we've never seen before. Well, Usually they crazy. use him as a gadget guy, and he's at, not. He's, he can run as, the ball. As soon as, as soon as he got to Atlanta, he's wow. This is a, this is a top ten running back in Atlanta. He was, he was averaging five and a half yards a carry. You got to give him the ball. It's incredible when you look at it. It's like you're a thirty three year old guy that came out of uh, came started in Minnesota, then was in with the Raiders, then New England for a season, then Chicago, and now in Atlanta. He's 33 years old or low 30s, somewhere around there. And he's realizing, the NFL's realizing, wow, this guy's a really good running back. We just give him the, the ball, which was crazy because everyone always knew that what well, you got him the ball in his hands, he made plays happen. But they kept trying to use him as either just a return guy or a receiver. And you couldn't, because, but he can't run a route to save his life. But you put the rock in his hand, he's going to make a play. No, I mean, dude, I mean, with, with carries like this, bro, he, yes, absolutely. I mean, their run attack was. Absolutely outstanding. I mean, Mariotti had 72 yards rushing. You know, he had a TD on the ground. So did Cordell. I think that that's – the Falcons really – they lost this game, yes. Because it's Atlanta. It's Atlanta, yes. But I think that they showed a lot more – They showed a, uh, showed a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah, I thought, I thought I mean, they were going to get trounced this game. I thought they were just going to get walked or uh, smoked right out of the uh, game. I don't know if you saw there was a it was a clip of um some Atlanta fan uh, taunting uh, Anthony Mackey because he was at the he was at the game in Atlanta and he was in a, a New Orleans jersey and some Atlanta fan was just heckling this entire time and then Anthony Mackey was just like don't do that don't do that you're embarrassing your father don't do this don't do this and then like uh, you you probably find the video on Twitter somewhere it was hilarious Atlanta That's fans awesome. are, Atlanta fans are crazy man mm-hmm. but no I mean yeah it was a lot closer game than I had I think. Uh, I want to say they had like a 13-point lead up into the fourth quarter. Let's see. So it was uh, 16-7 at halftime. It was 21. It was 23-10 at one point in the yeah, third was, quarter. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, 23-10 uh, at the end of the third quarter. And they gave up um, – so what was that, 23-10? That's, yeah, they gave up a 13-point lead yeah. in the fourth quarter because guess what? You're the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, I, I, I know that they lost this game, but a lot of guys showed out. Oh yeah, I, I want to see more out of uh, Kyle Pitts, and I want to see more. Uh, yeah, I want of... I want to see more targets for him. Drake London, game one, 
Looks like he could have been a home run pick. Yeah, man, that's a, he, he, he was balling. He, he fit like he didn't have like a crazy game, but like he looked, he looked natural out there. He looked like a seasoned vet. Like yeah. he was out there. He uh, they were nailing him on those like deep in routes and those dig routes that he was he, and it was great. Like yeah, yeah get him man. some more targets. Only seven targets, but he pulled in five of them for seventy four. Yeah, he, if you, if you if you don't believe in the offense going through London, you are mistaken. Yeah. And then Kyle Pitts, I mean, he was supposed to be – they tried to get him involved, seven yep. targets for him as well, but he only was only, only able to bring in two. So they'll need to figure that out a little bit. But And another thing, I think that the Saints have the best receiving core in the league. I think that there's nobody that looked better. I mean, all the guys in Tampa Bay, I get it, and I see all those. I see Mike Evans. I see Chris Godwin. I see that. But you got to remember, you got Michael Thomas. You're who, who, you're putting a lot of stock in Michael Thomas being that guy. Michael again, which Thomas I'm, is, I'm on that train, but – He's rested. The, yeah. the bear is out of slumber and he is coming out. Okay. I, Michael Thomas is back, y'all. Don't get and don't don't get me wrong. I love Michael Thomas. I think he's gonna be wide receiver one on that team. But but I mean, after that, you go Jarvis Landry, Juwan Johnson, and Chris Olave. And Chris Olave or then Alvin Kamara, who is banged up. We don't know how healthy he's gonna be this coming week, but mm-hmm. But, no, Michael Thomas, I think everyone forgot about him. No. Like, slant guy this, slant guy that. No. He was a slant. He ran those slants because that's all that Drew Brees could get him the ball. You look at his record-breaking year, you filter out his slant passes, uh, catches that he caught on a slant. He still led the league in receptions. Or not receptions, excuse me. Maybe even receptions, but receptions and yards. He still led it. Yeah, I you, mean, you take those out of the equation. Like, Michael Thomas is a monster. But I will not let people forget Jarvis Landry did lead the team in yards and receptions and targets. They want to get him the ball, and that's out of the slot position. Jarvis Landry is going to be a very solid receiver this year, and I think that it's a time that he finally is in offense that actually thrives through him. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's going to um, I think he's going to eat. Yeah, and that's what I'm, what I'm saying is yeah, he's going to eat on the slots. You've got the, the combination slot. of Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry. And Chris Olave, when who you, looked who looked good. He yeah. only had three receptions, but that's the only time they threw three, him the ball. Three targets, three catches, forty-one yards. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's gonna. Be, I think Chris Olave, uh, if they if he develops the way that they're hoping, I think he will turn into one, number one uh, this season. I don't know if he's there yet because I think Michael Thomas, like you said, he's rested. He's still got some gas left in the tank. I think he's gonna be able to be. Um, he's gonna have a really good year this year. Yeah. Uh, he's he looked a little shaky. Um, uh, miss a couple catches, um, or miss a couple of his targets, but still five for five for fifty-seven and two touchdowns. That's, and, that's well, week one. I mean, well, and why is it funny that all of a sudden everyone believes in Jameis Winston? Jameis well, Winston's best years have been these last two years that he's and, played. He's only Lawrence. played five games. He played but four he was, last he year was and on one fire game last year. Yeah, like, he played well. It was the first time we'd seen it. But he's got a new coach, and he actually looked like content. He looked good. He looked good. So I, I'm all for, I mean, yeah. So what do, you, a, what do you finish? 23 of 34, 269, and two tutties. Got brought down four times. Uh, let, me, let me see what is uh, what uh, PFF had him grade out as. Can't imagine it was crazy. We got to remember that this this matchup right here goes back to the – Holy shit. This, I mean, this is Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston. You got to remember that's the Oregon-FSU yeah. game all over again. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. See, this matchup right here just hits them at home. So oh. I can imagine why Mariota came and out maybe, to play and Winston Maybe this was play. it. Maybe this was it for both Marcus and Jameis, and they're going to go back to normal um, unless they play when they until they play each other again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Jameis finished with a 79.6 grade. Like he he was the sixth best uh, graded quarterback uh, via PFF this wow. year. 
<laughs> yeah, that's I mean, crazy. He, well, he was playing well. I can see these two teams battling uh, in the playoffs. Who, they, who graded number two is fucking amazing. I can't wait till we get to that game. Uh, last note on that, Youngway Koo for MVP. <laughs> this kid drilled two – he drilled a 50-yarder, like a 57-yarder, and then I don't know how many other kicks he had, but he I think he had another 40-yarder in there as well. Kid's a stud. Best mm-hmm. kicker in the NFL. Outside uh, – and, and kickers fucking matter. We're going to talk about it a little bit later, but kickers fucking matter. Well, Youngway young Young Ho Koo. Youngway. My man. You were the man of this game, okay? And I just want to make sure that you know that. Everyone else, you played great, but my man, you get my MVP. Young Waiku. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and jump over to Cleveland, Carolina. Bake, uh, the game that Baker said that he was going to fuck up the Browns. In quotes. In quotes. Fuck up the Browns. Did not go quite as you planned there, bud. And got beat the same way he's been getting beat the last four years. By someone kicking a field goal on the other team or someone missing a field goal? Yeah. Poor guy. I mean, 16 of 27, 235, touchdown and a pick. Got sacked four times. QBR is 37.2. And a PFF grade of, yeah, 28th. Uh, a PFF grade of 47. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, they, didn't, they did not look good. I think I, I said something about Robbie Anderson. Oh, and then you got to remember, yeah, you, we talked about Robbie yeah. Anderson. I mean, he didn't do much outside of that. No, he had one. He had five receptions for one hundred and two. Yeah, I minus told. minus a reception and seventy five yards off one play. <laughs> but so he, he is the he, big play so guy, he, though. Yeah. That's what I was saying. That yeah. Baker Mayfield had been missing. What is this wrong with play. DJ Moore? He's not. I mean, they targeted him six times. It's just yeah, but this. I mean, every time DJ Moore, he's a, he's got a lot of talent. We talk about we talk about him every year. It's like, oh, this is finally the year that he's got stable quarterback play. He's gonna be better, and then it's still more of the same. Right. Yeah, Robbie Anderson. If you, I mean, kudos to doing what you did and making. Uh, I mean, yeah, you got it. So we're gonna count it. But you, you, uh, you're a little off on that catch and a little bit too far, a little too short, whatever. You don't come down with it. You finish with four, four catches for twenty. Uh, I'm trying to do the math in my head here. Yeah, uh, it'd be twenty-five. It would be with twenty-seven yards, four for twenty-seven, and no touchdowns on uh, seven targets. If you don't get that one, mm. so like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, you you had your one play. But I think so. Carolina didn't look, look good. Christian McCaffrey didn't look Very, good. No, no, no. He was just quiet. I think I mean, that the offense was the offense was going to Baker, and the past few years we were so used to the offense going to Christian McCaffrey. That the ball was just somehow, some way going yeah. through McCaffrey before it went anywhere else. Ten carries, thirty-three for a tutty, and uh, four catches, twenty-four yards. That's probably one of his very, very. Uh, yeah, low I think averages. he's gonna be fine, but like it was, it's definitely a little concerning. Like it's week one, we overreact to everything. I mean, yeah, because if, dra- if you drafted him second, if you drafted yeah. him second, I'm sure you're a little worried right now Poor with Jason Baker. right now. I know. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. I think, I think the Carolina. I, I still believe in Carolina. I still believe in Baker. He's he is kind of funny because it's he's kind of the opposite of Tom Brady, where everyone's like you never bet against Tom Brady. With Baker, it's like you always bet against Baker. Kind of uh, scenario with that, but I don't know. I was a little shocked that they struggled as much as they did, but Browns still look good with Jacoby Brissett under center. He did what he needed to do for them. He didn't move the. Uh, he didn't pass the ball super well. Not very efficient. I mean, eighteen to thirty-four, just just barely over fifty percent on his passes. 
147 yards and a touchdown. But he didn't really need to throw the ball much. I mean, Nick Chubb carried the ball 22 times for a buck 40. Kareem Hunt got it 11 times for 46. Uh, he also caught the ball four times for another 24 yards and a touchdown. I mean, the offense was just running the ball. They, they, 70%, they were running well. 70% of their offense was running it. They had 22 carries to Nick Chubb and 11 carries to Kareem Hunt, which with Chubb which averaging is, which, 6.4. More, yeah, no, that's that's more of rushes uh, on the ground than uh, Jacoby dropped back. Because that's uh, – nope. excuse me, that's, it's one less. It's 33 to 34. Yeah, I mean – Jacoby, but as a team, they ran the ball 39 times compared to throwing it 34. So this no, is what I mean, they're going to do with Jacoby Brissett. And I think was, if you look at their schedule, there's a chance they can come out of the out of the initial that would have been the six-game suspension for Deshaun. Mm-hmm. There's a chance they might come out of this 6-0 and or 5-1. and It depends on uh, how Miles Garrett handles or starts destroying the uh, – because that's another thing this game. He absolutely wrecked the Carolina's offensive line. He was a freak – he had three tackles for a loss. Oh, my God. Two yeah. sacks? Two sacks. He oh had uh, the rookie tackle. that. Oh, yeah. Ikem uh, Ikwanu. Yeah, Ikem Ikwanu. The rookie, I think he he came out of uh, – I can't remember where he went to school, but he was drafted this year, and he just got manhandled. He was just – he just got smoked. But, yeah, so I think they can get out of their first four games 4-0, and then I think they'll drop against the Chargers for an absolute fact – I think, oh, the Chargers are going to humiliate humiliate them. That's going to be such an ugly game. Yeah. Um, and then against the Patriots, who fucking knows? Because they are at home against both the Chargers and New England. They're also home against New York and against the Steelers. They have to travel to Atlanta. But, yeah, these six, these first six games, they might come out of it four and two, five and one. <laughs> but then we'll the, the next five at the Ravens getting smoked. Uh, home against the Bengals, getting smoked at the Dolphins. Loss, but uh, they they might be able to pull that one out. And then at the Bills, demolished. So Patriots is week six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then so, home okay. against the Bucks, demolished. So they might start five and one, four and two, and then they drop one, two, three, four of their next five. Because Jacoby Brissett is not winning you those games. It's, but the offense didn't win because of Jacoby Brissett. The offense is going through the run game. Yeah, I know. So the running game re- is not going to win them the, the, those games either. This, this is this is going to be the, – the Cleveland Browns are going to be a very slow team to watch this year. I can tell you that right now. Because the way they see them running the ball, the way that they won this game, you're going to have to really, really hope that you have a good run defense. Because if you don't, these guys are going to run all over you. You have a two-punch pa- two thing going oh, with yeah. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb who can both – Nick Chubb, they, I wouldn't say they can catch it that well out of the backfield. Kareem room, Hunt but. is. Kareem Hunt is a fantastic pass catcher out of the backfield. That's all. He's always been that. I mean, when he was in Kansas City, he was doing that. He was, oh, man, he was. Kareem you know what? He's also a good kicker as well. So, I mean, you know, these guys are just very good at what they do. He's hunting and kicking, and he can do it, do it all on the field. You know, he's he's just one of those guys. You're you going to get us canceled episode two. I know. I don't think it will get us canceled. You know, at least I didn't kick anybody. You know, but that's just <laughs> that's just me. But the, either way, these guys are these guys are to look out for. Uh, I'd have uh, Cream Hunt definitely starting him, especially with that. Yeah, he had twenty three points on my bench this week and went Cam Akers at zero. <laughs> yeah, next we got uh, Chicago and San Fran. There's not a lot we can really get get from this game because of the absolute monsoon that they just played in. 
They was playing in a flood, and I loved it. It it was straight backyard football. When Justin Fields went out and scored at the end, it was my favorite thing in the world because there was still 35 seconds left in the game. The game wasn't over, but they ran out and slid in the mud. They took all these pictures. Yeah, Yeah. and I was just like, man, now that's the guy. That's the guy they drafted. You know, like that was the Ohio State guy that was confident and – he has a smile, man. Something oh, yeah. about that smile, he's you know. I believe, kid. I believe in that kid. So yeah. that's he's, good. He's for him. definitely a confident kid. I mean, there's just not a lot you can take away from this game. I mean, no one in their right mind thinks the Bears are a better team than the 49ers. No one, it does. <laughs> no one thinks that. Yeah, uh, if Bears would, got them. They got them. They, it, it was the weather. I mean, Trey Lance did not look good. He he pretty much just pissed down his leg the entire game. Maybe it was the weather. Who knows? It was his first game. Bears do have a quietly solid defense. They're still they're obviously missing um, Khalil Mack now and everybody else that they lost, and Keem Hinks is gone too. But they still have some players on that defense, and I think he's gonna he's gonna struggle a little bit to start. I was surprised that Rokon played. Isn't uh, Rokon asked for a trade? Rokon Smith, yeah, yeah. Rokon Smith asked for a trade at the beginning of the season, and they didn't give him give it yeah, to him. Um, and I think that nine he- total tackles, uh, half half of a sack. He had a pass defense as well. Mm-hmm. He he's a he's a freak of nature too. Yeah, uh, uh, I would love to see him on a competent team. Yeah, he he would he would be just yeah. Fine. Justin Fields, I mean, he only dropped back seventeen times for a buck twenty. Again, mm-hmm. in that kind of weather, you're not going to throw the ball around that much. They mm-hmm. both got sacked twice. Uh, Trey Lance only uh, lost nine yards on it. Uh, Justin Fields only lost sixteen. They both did not play fantastic. Um, but again, it's not really a, um, but one thing you, uh, it's not really a passing kind of game with that kind of weather, but you, you look what Trey Lance did on the ground. He, he toted the ball 13 times for 54 yards. And another thing, it's going to be a big part of their offense, especially with, if they move Debo to the backfield and they, you really don't like, they can run, run read option with Debo and Trey Lance. They can run RPOs with that all day long. Yeah, I, it, I will say though about Debo, I, I noticed a lot about out there. He played, he, he did well. He did, he, he did what we thought he was going to do, especially with the circumstances that were there. But I will say that he is a person that is affected by the weather more than the average Debo. player. I think that when the weather is inclement, it's cold, it's too hot. I think well, that I think, Debo is just one of those guys. I think cold weather fits him better. Because he's, know, he's man. Because if you give him the ball to run, he's a big body to bring down. He fumbled. Yeah, he had a fumble in the, he had a fumble in the Anyone, end zone. It was a slip and slide out there. Yeah, but nobody could hold on to the football. He was... I mean, I just, Again, I there's, just the there's way I see, a, like I said, like I said, the weather I think is a factor when yeah, it comes there, to with certain players. The weather matters. Yeah, there's not, yeah. there's not a lot we can get away from this game. Uh, Trey Lance looked shaky. They looked shaky throwing the ball at the very least. He looked confident running it. Justin Fields looked fine, but I'm just glad that we can give quarterbacks an excuse. You know, sometimes you know there's a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that don't get any excuses. You know. For these anything are second that they year guys, do. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them yeah. a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, but it's whatever. You know, how's your if hand? You, how's your hand feeling? Oh man, my hand feels great. It's my ankle that hurts actually. But uh, as for my boy Dak, you know, wishing you the yeah. best, brother. I wishing you the best. By the way, we're Eskimo brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that. Uh, I'm not gonna drop names though. <laughs> uh, we're gonna jump over to Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. One of my favorite games of the one o'clock slate. I think I think this was my second game, second favorite game of the one o'clock slate, second to um, 
Philly and Detroit, which we'll get to in a little bit later. Kickers fucking matter. Your special teams fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Joe Burrow, I don't know if you were playing with a dookie in your pants. I don't know if when you got your appendix out, you lost all of your ability or what was going on there. But pick six on your first play of the game. Not a great look. You turn, you throw three more interceptions and then you you uh, get strip sack later in the game in the first half. But I don't. You, I don't think he, he he is not the whole person to blame. On oh no, no, he's offense. not. He's not. I'm just that, talking about this just right now. Like to start this game, you looked rough. Second half, you came to play. Yeah, Zach Taylor. Kudos to you, uh, head coach for Cincinnati, for believing in Joe Burrow even late in the game when he um, you guys were marching back trying to get back in the game. He throws his fourth pick. But you still drop Joe Burrow back fifty three times. That's, that's I mean, they, they had they they did what most teams do, and they go to their star. Yeah. They go to their star, and Jamari Chase is their star, and when he is the focal point of that offense. T Higgins went down, and then Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow ate. We wish T Higgins the best. I know he got a concussion. Yeah, hopefully so. it's not too bad. Hopefully he's be um he'll be back again soon on the field because that is an absolute talent right there. Mm-hmm. And but another, and another thing to note that. The leading, you know who led tar- led in targets on the Steelers? Fry- Pat Fryermuth? Pat Fryermuth, the tight end position, led in targets on the Steelers. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did? No. Uh, oh, Deontay Johnson, wait, no. 12 targets. Dang it. You're right. So, but but yeah. still, that's good for the tight Ten. end. Pat Fryermuth is? I also love his name. <laughs> I mean, I think he's he's a first ballot Hall of Famer based on uh, his name right there. That's just a very, that's like, in, like a 1970s tight end name. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's a long name. <laughs> he, he's uh, he's like your people, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering, like, is that, is I thought that it's Fryer, it's Fryer Muth Stein, right? Yeah, <laughs> he probably just dropped the Stein so he could get drafted. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Joe Mixon looked good running the ball. Joe Burrow had forty-seven yards on the ground too. Um, he finished with three thirty-eight, two touchy, two yes, touchies. We don't need Joe Burrow running the ball. Oh no, but I mean, it's good, like. When everyone wants to talk about moving, like the uh, the NFL is moving to these more, more, much more like scramblers and mobile quarterbacks. No, mobile scramblers. No, mobile. Yes, because I want a guy like Joe Burrow, like Pat Mahomes, because Pat Mahomes isn't a scrambler anymore either. He can, he does it if he has to, but he also gets himself in trouble when he does it. Same thing that Aaron Rodgers does. Same thing that Dak can be liable to. Same thing that Russell Wilson was liable to. All of, but all of those guys had the same thing in common. Their they, old line is banged. No, not no. Oh, I mean, you're just old, talking this week, right? Their now? old line is just banged up. For, yeah. No, but I'm saying in general. So Russell Wilson was running around because he had to. Yeah. Dak was running around because he, he had to. Aaron Rodgers Aaron just did Rogers, it because he wanted to. Aaron Rodgers. He did it was, because he's wanted he's a little to. here, there, a little there. But he. Last I will year, slander Aaron Rodgers every chance I have. Yes. Top five all time. I will slander you but. until uh, until I die. <laughs> but um. Either way, yeah. they, all those guys had the same thing in common was that their O-lines were banged up at the time, and that's why they have they to have run. To. They have to run. And they maybe, have maybe to move it's around. PTSD because they're doing it when they don't have to. But, yeah, no, Joe Burrow, you had to run around for your life today or on Sunday. You got, you got They sacked him seven times. Yeah. Seven times. They forced him to turn over the ball five times. And Pittsburgh barely won in – Overtime, barely, and they and really, they shouldn't have gotten to overtime. It was a very lucky game, and Jamar Chase had a touchdown robbed from him. Yeah, I mean, that was I don't nonsense. know, I don't know why Cincinnati didn't challenge that. I guess they didn't see it. He had to have not seen it. But you, I mean, I think it may have been a little bit better. I mean, they go four and out on that drive. They get lucky because they get a, after they didn't score there. 
I stopped watching the game. I went back to watching a different game because, okay, they didn't score. There, there's a minute and a half left. They're not going to get the ball back. Cincinnati's deep. It's because then Jamar Chase flipped off Minka Fitzpatrick. They gave him 15 extra yards. And then I thought, yeah, that's the game. Like, there's no way that Pittsburgh won't be able to ice this game away. They don't. I don't. I wasn't watching, so I don't know if they tried to throw the ball or what they did. But they punted the ball away. Cincinnati, feeding it to Jamar Chase, went back down the field, scored, and scored for the second time. I mean, I don't think it would have mattered if um, – if they gave him Jamar Chase the first touchdown that he had, that they ruled down. Well, no, no, because th- that was within two minutes. That that when that when that happened, there was two minutes left in the game. Yeah, and then but that's more. But you got to think that's more time for Pittsburgh. Does Pittsburgh take two minutes down the field, drive down, and just kick a field goal and still win? Yes. So but, like, I think it worked better in their favor that they scored at the last second of the game because that way they could have kicked the extra point and won. Except Minka Fitzpatrick, the absolute animal that he what is, blocked the extra kick. So then we go to overtime, mm-hmm. and, and he, then he also had fourteen tackles. This man was blind, and he, he had a touchdown and ten tackles were solo. He is the focal point of this offense. And let's the talk defense, about this defense, defense. defense. <laughs> and let's talk about this TJ Watt injury, brother. What do you owe me? What do you hey, owe me? If he misses the fifth game, I owe you a six pack of Bud Light. That's right. I called it last. I called it last week, and I knew it. You, you I did. knew okay. the Watt brothers are not. They're not built right. No, no, no. Because JJ didn't start getting hurt until later in his career. This was a freak injury. I don't think he oh, he shouldn't have been out there. You're right. But freak injury. Torn, right. torn pec, and um, he might still come back. Hmm. That's Did, a, I, didn't someone else get a torn pec? I I think his uh, what was his name? Oh. It was JJ Watt. JJ Watt had a torn pec too. Oh, yes, you don't remember that? I remember yeah, JJ ankle Watt, injuries. I remember back injuries. JJ Watt would be lucky if he could walk after done after he's done playing football. But TJ oh, Watt is – their bodies just start falling apart after three or four years, and that's just how that goes. Watt, the Watt brothers Watt. are just so – they're not fragile, but I guess they're just not taking enough care of themselves in the offseason. They need to get on that TB12 diet because Shit. something is wrong. I don't I don't know what it is with these know. guys. But yeah. They, they just, but, no, it, that spells a lot of bad news depending because if – Without T.J. Watt, as soon as T.J. Watt left the game, Cincinnati was able to – like, they were still under pressure. Joe Burrow was still under fire. But they had, a, like, a half tick more to actually make a move. I mean, I mean, this guy was crazy. Look at T.J. Watt. Uh, six tackles, a sack. I think you, I think he had two half sacks that he was in on. Uh, three tackles for loss, a two-pass defense, and he hit the quarterback another time. And he, he had an interception. T.J.? Yeah. He had an inter- He jumped up for one. He almost had two, actually. He dropped the first one and caught the second one. T.J. Watt looked amazing. And as soon as he went down, Cincinnati was able Cincinnati to Cincinnati came back. Which goes back to what I was saying. The two most important people on this team, Najee Harris and T.J. Watt. Not in that order, actually. I and think T.J. Watt's more important than Najee. I, 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 would, take the, I would say that, too. <coughs> Excuse Na, me. Najee went down as well, no? Yeah, he came. Uh, I don't know if he came back. I can't. Re- I don't remember exactly. But, but, yeah, they gave him 10 carries, 23. He couldn't really do a lot either because Cincinnati's – uh, their front seven, they their front seven held up well. I think that Logan Wilson with nine tackles. It, it was uh, they did not utilize Najee Harris the way that they should have. They, I think he, he only was more involved ten, in the pack. He had yeah, ten no. carries, bro. Ten carries, and he was only targeted two times. That's what I'm saying. Like you got to use this guy. He like if you, their offense wants to move, they need to. He needs to have 20, 25 carries a game and ten to twelve targets a game. And, if and, you want to, he's, he reminds me a little bit of 
uh, Derrick Henry where he, it's usage. Mo- Derrick Henry does it where he bully- or breaks down the defense because he's 270,000 pounds and he's <laughs> running you over and then you don't want to tackle him. It's a quick machine him. running the ball and he's fast. And he then is, He is very, very and fast. And then, I mean, like Derrick Henry, like he gets better as the game goes on because everyone else gets tired. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris, I think he needs the volume to get in, like, get in a groove. And I can't I, – another thing is we're not talking enough about Joe Mixon. He yeah. carried the ball 27 times. This guy was – they, 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 they the were ball. trying to give him the ball, and they just could not get the and push I think, that they I wanted. I think it's because of Pittsburgh front seven. The Pittsburgh, their yeah. front seven is a is – a, they're monsters I mean, out you, there. Yeah, I mean – Cam Hayward, Cam TJ Hay- Watt, yeah, Miles yeah. Jack. Like, they picked up Miles Jack from Jacksonville? Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. Until I saw that. Oh, yeah, man. Good yeah, for he, them. Yeah, he had 10 tackles. Yeah, of course he did. He's Miles Jack. Yeah, no, but, um, they have a strong, strong front seven. I just another thing about Joe Mixon is that I just don't think that their their offense is going to thrive when he thrives. It's just like well, when, no, I think Cincinnati will be at its best when one Joe Burrow doesn't turn the ball over five times. I think that's another reason Joe Mixon kind of got pulled out of the offense because I mean they still gave him the ball twenty seven times, but he wasn't running effectively. He finished with at three yards a clip, like. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon's a much better runner than that. <laughs> Joe Burrow averaged more yards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, six carries for 47. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, 31 of Joe Mixon's uh, 82 yards was off one carry. So he was not running the ball that well. But, again, back to my main point of this game, kickers and special teams fucking matter. Yeah. You can't let you can't let a safety get through on a well. I mean, on the last play you, of the game, you had an extra point that was two yards. And the from, reason that happened is because their long snapper got hurt, so they had somebody else uh, snapping the ball, the placeholder, and the kicker. Mm-hmm. High snap took a little bit longer to get it down. Gave Minka a fraction of more time to get over there and block the extra point. You go to overtime, you get a stop. You get a three and out in overtime. You know how huge that is That's in overtime. Ridiculous. And then you drive down, and you're in field goal range. I think they were looking at like a thirty yarder. And then you will miss it because, again, another high snap. And then what happens after that? Pittsburgh drives down, and then they miss a fucking field goal. Nobody was making kicks this week. Kickers fucking matter. It's not a sexy position. It's not a flashy position. But you, you have you noticed teams that have consistent or and reliable kickers are always the best teams in the league? Ravens, when they were on their run with Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker is 75 years old. Oh, he, I mean, <laughs> and he Adam Vinatieri um, played until he was 9,000. Yes, he did. He's still in the league, is he not? I oh, think, no. I think no, no, he no, finally no, retired. Think, I think, I'm, I think I'm, I'm thinking of Matt Prater. Matt, pra- uh, Matt, yeah, Matt Prater's, Prater's still, old. Matt Prater's still got a job. Yeah, Matt Prater's old. Um, I mean, I've Shout seen, out Matt Prater. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Matt Prater. Shout out to all the kickers. You guys are great. Uh, Cream Hunt, we will talk about you. Uh, 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 do you have anything more on this game? Uh, no, let's keep it going. What do we think? Like, yeah, Najee might be good to go next week. TJ Watt might. It looks like best case scenario that he might be missing six weeks. No, he needs to take care of his body. Yeah. He needs to make sure that he's. I think he's it's, ready. Honestly, I Pittsburgh, you're not going to win a lot of games this year without him. No, with him. What do you mean with him? With Even him, their defense is a top three defense, probably. Uh, they'll be a top five defense, but their offense can't support it. I, I don't know. I, Trubisky still Trubisky. I, I am. I have yeah. never believed in Trubisky until I saw him with Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I think that he put one game with Mike Tomlin. One game with Mike Tomlin, man. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, coach, yeah. coaching matters, and Trubisky is, I think, turning a new leaf in in this league. Yeah, uh, I would like to see him do well. 
Yeah. Eh, I don't really care. They yeah, actually no, seem to do well. I, I don't really care either. But, but no, I, I what I was gonna say, let T.J. Watt get right. Don't yeah. don't, don't let him, him hurt his body anymore. Like don't rush him, because you're not gonna make the playoffs this year. You're not. Even if you had T.J. Watt healthy, you're not making the playoffs. Why risk hurting? Uh, get having this guy hurt his body any more than he needs to. Yes, it's football, and it, I know T.J. Watt's going to want to play as soon as he's ready. I'm mm-hmm. sure he's trying to convince uh, the, the coaching and training staff to let him play next week. Don't do it, man. Let yourself get right. Take care of yourself, Mr. Watt. Uh, who do we got next on the list? Uh, Baltimore, New York. Another gross game. Really, really just kind of – I mean, New York held around for a long time. They would not go away. I don't know. I think it was a more. It, I mean, it was only ten to three at halftime. It was a very slow game. It looked like it looked like a tune-up game for the Ravens. Ravens, That's yeah. What it looked they like. were getting they were getting right. Uh, Lamar didn't pass super well. Seventeen to thirty, uh, two thirteen, three touchdowns. He had a bad turnover. Got sacked twice. Two three. Good. Yeah. Um, uh, he I mean, had he had that one busted coverage Rashad Bateman. Oh wow. Huh. Um, Bateman, uh, without that, uh, that without that one touchdown for fifty-five yards, finishes with one catch for four yards on four targets. Yep, he'd. Uh, yeah, he w- he didn't lead the team in targets, but we expected Mark Andrews to do. Yeah, that. I mean, Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews is number one on that offense. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I wasn't. I I, I will say I was not disappointed with the Jets, but I will say they right. I looked better than they've looked in a little while. Joe I, Flacco threw 309 on 59 attempts. Yeah. Good that's that's Joe Flacco for you. Um, and his QBR was a whopping 15.4. Let's see what his PFF grade was. Good God, brother. Man, I don't know. That, they, they probably could have gone with the the, the – the guy that really impressed me was Chris Stebler, and I think that he might have a chance of taking this position. But Joe Flacco does have the experience, and this game is – in this game, experience matters. Yeah. But – I mean, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have the arm that he – I mean, doesn't have the arm strength anymore, but he, he'll be able to run the offense well. I want to see more Elijah Moore in this offense. He's your best – he's your best player on this team. Elijah Moore is a freak. He's an absolute stud. I want to see them get the ball to him more. I mean, he, he uh, Joe Joe Flacco was targeting everyone. Yeah, he was spreading the rock around. Was, I mean, it's, I think it's kind of easy when you're throwing the ball 59 times, but yeah, I mean, but that, again, that's a it was an ugly win for Baltimore, but I think uh, that yeah, uh, I mean, they still won by 15. Yeah. I think they probably should have won by 30. Yeah, this one should have been more of a blowout. At least that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what everyone expected. C.J. Mosley was kind of flying. He was flying around the field, but. Yeah, this Jets team is just really, really bad. Yeah, there's not a lot of talk about it. Ravens looked; a, they looked a little human. They should have won this by, like I said, probably about thirty. Yeah, but it's hard. It's but hard to say that they should have and could have. Yeah, it's and week all one. Hoopla, like blah, I said, blah, blah. it's week one. Yeah, it's it's still early, but Michael Carter impressed. I would say he was probably the most impressive person. Michael I saw. Carter looked good. Brees Hall looked like he had a good, like a good, like extra jump to him, an extra burst. They've got a little Zeke and. Pollard action kind of going because the back, I'm, yeah, I'm the, excited the, uh, that the back is just fast. I mean, yeah. he, he he when he gets the ball, he he's moving, you know. And Michael Carter didn't look bad either, so I'm excited to see him. He he ran the ball ten times, had sixty yards, which averaged six yards a carry, which isn't yeah. bad at all. I mean, maybe they should have ran it more. 
Yeah. If they were getting that much push on Baltimore, maybe they should have controlled the game a little bit more and ran it. But. Yeah, I think it's a little inflated because yeah, um, that's one thing I hate about these box score stats. We'll, we're going to try to make sure we get a um, better uh, raw stats than just this because these are hard to kind of just look at because, yeah, I mean, six, no, it's, it's 60 no. yards, but 22 of it came on one carry. Yeah, you take that away, that's nine carries on 38 uh, on yards. 38 yeah, nine carries on 38 yards. It's not, it's not bad. I mean, they just weren't giving him the ball. Yeah. That's actually still a really good average. It's about four. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, a no. premier back in this league, no? Averaging 4.5? Somewhere around there. I mean, yeah. Definitely. Anyway. Anything above four is good for a running back. Yeah. It's just we're so used to seeing what Derrick Henry does, and we expect a lot more. Yeah. But, and, but like, know? running backs are a dime a dozen. Yeah. They're a dime a dozen these days. Move on. Yeah, I don't really have much more to say about the Jets are really, really bad. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. They're a bad team. <laughs> they, we'll see if y'all can figure it out next week, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll see what – I'm curious what they're going to look like when they get Zach Wilson back, if he's going to be able to take a leap or not. But – Mr. Milf Man. Yeah, our Milf Hunter. It's our Milf Hunter. <laughs> All right, next I got uh, Jacksonville and Washington. Carson go. Wentz, question mark? Is he back? No, he's not. But he played well. I'll give it to him. Yeah. The, uh, I think the best bet for if you have Carson Wentz as your quarterback, let him play aggressive. Live and die by him playing aggressively. Because when he plays aggressive, he plays the best. He, That's plays, the best. he plays better than how he usually plays. Let me put it, let's put it that I mean, way. yeah, but you, you, you tell Carson Wentz to go win the game, I think, yeah, you might lose four out of ten, but you're still winning at a better clip. When you tell him to play conservatively, I don't think he can do it. I don't. Th- I think your best your best version of Carson Wentz is when he's aggressive, because he still got he still has a lot of raw talent. He's just been making boneheaded decisions every team he's been in. And those bone decisions, those bonehead decisions matter. I said I like that. Yeah, he, he still turned the ball over twice, but he scored four times. Yes, that's great. I'm glad he was able to do that. But his QBR was still 46, 46.2, man. Which that's that's just not good. I mean, it just yeah. Uh, I've never been a believer be a, in Wentz. I haven't either. I hate the guy. Mm. I think if he started for the Eagles in 2017, the Patriots win that Super Bowl. Because fuck Nick Foles. I don't know, man. That offense, those Eagles were a very different team with Wentz at quarterback. That guy yeah, helped. but I don't think he was doing anything that uh, Nick Foles couldn't do in that game. Nick Foles was able to do whatever he wanted. I think Carson Wentz would have fucked up a couple more, a couple times. Nick, uh, yeah, Nick Foles uh, is plays a little bit more conservative. I would definitely say makes a lot makes. A he's a, he's decisions. a bit of a, uh, I think he's a little smarter of a quarterback. Yeah, he makes makes uh, yeah, he, better decisions. He didn't grade awfully, uh, Carson. He didn't for PFF. They got him at a sixty-seven point six. He finished thirteenth. Uh, I don't. I can't see. Uh, I might be able to find how many big time throws he had or whatever in a turnover worthy plays he had. I'm not really seeing it. It's probably on a different um, page. I don't feel like finding right now but yeah yeah um no i mean there was a few guys that impressed me uh i saw a lot Tony of gibson looked better than i thought he was going to yeah i didn't think that i wasn't expecting that out of hit travis Etienne looked shaky i was really surprised by that he had 47 yards on four carries He's, yeah no but he dropped it he literally had a touchdown in his hands and just literally spiked it into the ground he dropped it oh no not like even dropped bad, it like a bad drop like like, it was, like, at his face, in his hands, and then he pretty much, like, batted it down. Damn. Like, he defended his own pass. Like, I mean, yeah. And he fumbled. Nerves. Yeah, he did have a fumble, too, as well. Like, 
Got high hopes for the kid. Oh, yeah. He's, I, he's I, young. Again, it's week one. Yeah. It's overreaction to everything. Oh, no, this is his it's, second year, right? Yeah, but he was hurt all last year. Yeah, so really this is rookie. Really, this is like his first year, so give him some time. Trevor Lawrence, still not seeing what we saw out of college out of you. We're waiting to see it. 24-42, 275 with a touchdown and a pick. Um, he had some flashes, but nothing really crazy. The kid's man. got the kid's got an arm. He's got the, talent. The kid has an arm, and he is able to make some. Plays. I think they will get better as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. I think uh, with Doug Peterson at uh, at head coach, I think they will be able. To, I think they'll eventually start to buy in, but I think they're still so scarred from uh, uh what's his face. Uh, the coach they had last year, and they fired a. Uh, oh, <laughs> Urban Meyer. Urban no, Meyer, not, baby. not Urban Meyer. No, it Is was it Urban really? Meyer. Yeah, it was Urban Meyer. This man was hilarious. Urban. Meyer. <laughs> uh, yeah, with uh, guys. This man was hilarious. I wouldn't even count last year if we really could. But Doug Peterson's a good fit for this team. Oh, Doug Peterson's a hell of a coach. Yeah. But Christian Kirk is definitely the focal point of this offense for the Jags. They have a lot. They had him with 12 Yeah, targets. it was uh, yeah, Urban Meyer, and then when they fired him like week three or whatever, or whenever he got fired, then it was uh, Darren Bevel took over, and now it's Doug Peterson for this whole season. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has the IQ, has the arm. We just need – he just got to start winning some games, and then people will start believing you. But, again – we're always going to give you guys excuses because you're not the quarterback with the star on your side. So, you know, we'll give all you guys excuses because, you know, it's just better for you guys. Yeah. I don't well, know. I'm pretty harsh on Trevor Lawrence. I'm expecting a lot more from him. Well, I mean, you put him in a system that was broken. And yeah. people I mean, expect he, he is, people he expect was, a quarterback to just change the change everything about it. He team. was Yeah, and he was also toted as the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. Yeah. And, which I mean, is – a which Andrew Luck was told is the best quarterback prospect since Peyton Manning. Like, yeah. and I mean, it, 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 that shit just doesn't matter. I mean, it, the way it, I see it, it Andrew puts Luck a lot of pressure on a kid. Andrew Luck was hurt for twenty, maybe twenty-five to thirty percent of his career. He was hurt, but when he played, he was great. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, he decided he didn't want to play anymore. Uh, shout out Andrew Luck. You know, I'm wishing you the best, brother. But so I don't know, you think uh, Andrew can get into the hall? For, no, hell no. For playing uh, – when he played. I didn't know we were – oh, we let everybody in the Hall of Fame. That's, that's what it's I'm a, saying. It's a question. People talk about it. I don't think he will. I don't, no, think, no. He, I don't think he played near, damn near long enough. If you – he would be in the same spot as like – I don't know, man. Like there's just – I'm not saying he should get in. I'm just asking the question. There's just no way. Like – no, definitely not. There's just no – like yes, he played well in the seasons that he played, but – he didn't play that much. He's when not did putting he retire. Two years ago, three years ago. I remember it being a shock. It was 2019 is when he retired. So yeah, three years ago. So he played seven years. Played seven years. And how many of those years did he actually play? Five, maybe um, four, four and a half. Let's take this a look. man, this man, his like he he was great when he played, but he only played seven years. I get that sometimes you get hurt. It's like so. Yeah, he played um, 80 games or 86 games, excuse me. That's what I'm saying. You have guys that have 53, played. 53 33 uh, quarterback record, 23,000 yards, 171 touchdowns. Like, yeah, but he just didn't play enough. He, he needed a little bit more to get that Hall of Fame jacket. Oh, absolutely. The way I see it. Oh, absolutely. It was just but, a question because people talked about it when he retired. Like, if he, if they get, think if he played a couple more years, he played at a top level every year he was here. But either way. Yeah. I think that Jacksonville's doing a good job at getting some receivers into 
into the system. Christian Kirk, with Christian good. Kirk, Marvin Jones Jr. They got Evan Ingram at tight end. Evan Ingram is a very capable tight end. He is this. He is a part of the new generation of tight ends that are actually able to move, well, he block, the, and catch the pass. Before Kyle Pitts uh, had a thousand yards rookie receiving, um, Evan Ingram was the last one to do it. Yeah, and he, and, he had, he, and then he didn't do anything again after that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He kind of he, he pulled a an Odell. Oh, Odell is still Odell. You put him on the field, he he plays. He plays well when he's on the field, but he's. I don't know. I'm surprised he hasn't been signed by anybody. He's hurt. There's, he's, he's not, not going to get anymore. He's not playing. Yeah, because I don't. I don't think anybody wants to pay the money for whatever reason. I think he's still a very capable receiver. I mean, either way, if he was, I don't know, man. Okay, he, he comes with his own show. That's Yo, the yeah. best way. Best, that, way, yeah. best way I can. Play. I think the reason he hasn't been signed is because of his side shows. Yeah, but let's move on to the game that pissed me off more than a, a game that I I can think of in recent memory. Indy in Houston. <laughs> Houston, stop being cowards. You're not mm. you're not going to win many games, so you're going to settle for a goddamn tie. Yeah, twenty. It's fourth and whatever it was at midfield, and you with twenty seconds left, and you decide, yeah, let's just punch it away, and that way we can end with a tie instead of a loss. Fuck that. Go that's for a, it. A, Go for, for it. For them, a tie is a win. No, it's not because <laughs> your your head coach is going to get fired. The only way he's going to no. be able to keep his job on this abysmal roster. Is if you w- steal games abysmal? What do you mean abysmal? They have Rex Burkhead. You know who that is? Yeah, he was on the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, you're man. not going to win games. So if you're in an opportunity to, you are you are up twenty to three. At one point in this game, and then you choke it away in the fourth, and they tie, and you go to overtime, and Maddie, you're like, you know what? You're, I'm good with a tie. Fuck that. Play aggressive. Deal with the consequences if you lose, and if you lose, so what? You were expected to lose anyway. What does a tie do for you? Nothing. It does nothing for you. It's absolutely cowardly play call. Either Cowards. way, I don't know who bet on this on these two teams tying, but whoever did, good for you. Because I just I no, told you no, it was going to be tied said, this season. No, I just I mean yes. I didn't think it was going to be Houston. I didn't think it was going to be Week One. I yeah. wouldn't have bet on Week One there being a tie. I, I can't remember who put the tweet out. Uh, it was a uh, it was a reporter. She had a, it was a fantastic tweet. It was uh, the entire AFC South is winless, and two of them played each other. <laughs> like you should be embarrassed, Houston. Indy, mm-hmm. you should be a little worried too no, because I don't. I, why it, did Why did Houston give you that much that much trouble? Who is Who's more embarrassed? I think, I think it's the Colts. Colts are definitely more embarrassed because it yeah. shouldn't have been in this position. Yeah, but I mean, you showed that you can take three quarters off of football and still walk away with a tie against Houston. I think it's any other team. I think they end up uh, winning it anyway. Any, I mean, but but they gave the ball to Jonathan Taylor thirty-one times. Yeah, that is absolutely insane. His long was seventeen. Yeah, he was toting the boy. He was. They did not want to do anything else. They had. What was that? How many receptors do we have? We had, man, and he threw for 350. That's ridiculous. Matty Ice, I'm not saying you're back. No, but, but um, I am saying that. Uh, no. he, he looked um, – he was missing throws. I mean, he was 32 of 50. He was throwing the ball a lot. I don't think this team wins with Matt Ryan throwing the ball 50 times. I think they win with him throwing at max 30 and very efficient, like, throws, very, like, effective play calls. Yeah, you had an upgraded quarterback from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is still a better quarterback than uh, Carson Wentz is. 
not saying that, but Matt, the way this Colts offense seems to go is Jonathan Taylor first, play actions with Matt Ryan, and then if you have like if you're forced into long downs, don't get reliant on Jonathan Taylor because then everyone's going to key in on him and you're going to get stuck in third and longs and uh, you're going to have a lot of negative plays on first and second down if you just try to force feed him the ball. But that's, I mean, you saw what happened. They kept force feeding him and yes, it wore them down and eventually they were able to get into a tying position. But once you've worn down that defense from running it so much, you got to start opening the pass game. Matty Ice can make a read. I think that on a man coverage, he, he should be able to make this. He's been in this league way too long to not be able to do that, you know? I am a little worried. Um, I was talking about it with somebody else a couple weeks ago. Or maybe not even a couple weeks, like two weeks ago, something like that. Um, when I was saying that, I believe in the Colts, and I still do. I don't care. Like, yeah, you had a bit of a um, – um, you had a disappointing game week one. It is what it is. But I think he may hit that cliff. That everyone like everyone always talks about like when that cliff is gonna come, when it like when is like when is it gonna happen? So there's a there cause there is cause for concern that Matt Ryan going into this season, like this is the year that the quarterback drops off a cliff because he is 34, 35 or something like that. He is up there, maybe he's closer to 36, not sure. He's up there in age. It's getting close to the point where a lot of quarterbacks they hit this age and they drop off a cliff unless you're a freak of nature and your name is Brett Favre and or Tom Brady. Tom, Brett Favre didn't even play that well into his 40s. He played okay, but he was, again, he's an outlier. Tom Brady, an outlier. I mean, you remember that Brett Favre also had Percy Harvin oh, I mean, and Adrian Peterson at, on at, that Minnesota team. Yeah. But he couldn't stop turning the ball over. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was Brett Favre. Gunslinger. Gunslinger, baby. One of the originals. But... So there is a little cause for concern because I thought he was going to Matt Ryan was going to look a little bit better. I was really disappointed with the Colts' offensive line. I I didn't I thought Matt Ryan was under a lot of pressure. Yeah, he was only got brought down two times, but I, I they think, did they they keep getting toted as like this great offensive line, and they keep underperforming. I mean, they gave up seven quarterback hits. I think that the Colts are going through something similar. They gave to- up six tackles for losses. Like the Colts' offensive line, like they have the talent there. I just, I think everyone on that offensive line, like, is just underperforming. Unless your name is um, Jonathan Taylor. No, excuse me. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of the guard. Uh, Quentin uh, Nelson. Thank you, Quentin Nelson. Unless, like, he's the only one that really is playing to like his pedigree. I mean, but Michael Pittman is a monster. Yeah, I love the kid. I think he's gonna he's gonna be a freak. I think he's going to have a great season this year. Him, I think Paris Campbell is going to have a really good year as well. Uh, but outside of that, there, there's really I mean, Pittman of... had majority of the targets, man. He had 13 yeah. targets. Yeah, and he held in nine for a buck 21. Yeah. I mean, he found I mean, he, Matt Ryan has found his guy, but yeah. I don't think that this season's going to end with Matt Ryan at quarterback. I don't think that the Colts are going to run him into the playoffs. You don't think so? I, still, I think I... he's going to go down. And I'm sorry, you Matt have- Ryan. I'm not trying to jinx you, brother. I'll knock on some wood for you. But I'm going to tell you right now that I think that if the Colts are going to make a real playoff run, it's going to go with Sam Ellinger. I All think right, that. Uh, I think. I think that. Last week you were telling uh, Matt Ryan, offensive player of the year, and he was going to make the AFC Championship game. That's one of those things where, dude, he just you're going to you're, you're, you're right. going to flip no, no, this early. No, wait, wait, wait. It's just because you see it. Yeah. You see it in their eyes. These guys lose the yeah. killer. They what? lose that killer in their know. eye, and Matt Ryan just. I don't know if he's Matty Ice anymore. 
He might be Matty I mean, Water now. He hasn't been Matty Ice for a couple years now. But, I, but mean, I think I think he can it, be Matty Hale. It's but he's not that old. He was drafted in two thousand eight. I mean, he's four. He's been in the league fourteen years. But now that's like a with Brady doing what he's doing. Oh yeah, I mean Brady. The TB twelve diet. We have to remember that Brady's an outlier. This doesn't happen. But I still think they're going to ride Matt Ryan to the play or into the playoffs. I think they're going to ride him to a division crown, just because he is the best quarterback in that division. You know, the until person? Trevor Lawrence can show us that he is uh, up to his like pedigree mm-hmm. and his height, Matt Ryan's the best quarterback in that division. I are you? You're not taking Tamhill. You're not taking Malik Willis over him. You're not taking um, uh, and you're not taking Davis Mills over him. <laughs> and then who else? Who am I missing? Jacksonville, Houston, and uh, Tennessee. Yeah, no, that's it. You're not taking either quarterback from Tennessee because you don't know what Malik Willis is. Yeah, he looks good, but the, he looks like what he did in college, and he ran around and can make play with his legs. You're not taking Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Um, his... I don't know, man. He didn't. Davis Mills didn't. Oh look yeah, bad. no. I. So, uh, but for, you're. St- I'm still taking Matt Ryan for because I know what I'm going to get from Matt Ryan. He. But the same is same with Davis Mills. I, who's to say that Davis Mills wouldn't have thrived in the offense that the Colts have? I mean, for what he's what, what he's, he's playing with, yeah. yeah. I mean, last year I get it. They've been going. Houston's been going through a lot of stuff since they traded DeAndre Hopkins for a washing machine and a pack oh of cigarettes. But when they did that, they and it's crazy because David Johnson was that was a one for one trade, and yeah, David Johnson was a freak for one year in Arizona. Yeah, and I, then, I had him that year. I, when he, 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 yeah, he, he, he burst out for like four TDs in that game against Seattle. He had, yeah. he had his own, uh, he had and his he own just Marshawn, started balling. Yeah. He had that, he had his own like Marshawn Lynch, uh, like a um, earthquake run or whatever. He mm-hmm. ran through like seven people, like tiptoed down the sideline. David Johnson was a stud for a, he was but, the, he's one of the biggest one hit wonders, uh, since fucking, uh, Peyton Hillis. Yeah. Oh, shout out Peyton Hillis. Yeah. You've towed my car twice we, in Fayetteville. Does, does he really? Does he do he that? He owns NWA Racing. Does he really? Yeah, that's Peyton Hillis. His wife came in the other day, or his ex-wife. Ex-wife? She's hot. <laughs> he went to my. He went to Conway, so we went to the same high school. Yeah, dude. I mean, he he, he balled out. I had that Madden cover for a while, and yeah. just and he, that face mask still iconic. Oh yeah, that was really really cool. Love you, Peyton. Uh, he actually babysit uh, one of my good friends from high school. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, either way. Yeah. Um. Indy still probably going to win the division. Yeah, I I, I fully believe in them. But let's go ahead and move on. What do we have next? We just did. Uh, oh, all right. I'll, I'll let you start this one off. New York Giants take on the Tennessee Titans and win with a two point conversion to end the game. Mm-hmm. But really, it was a missed field goal that the Giants won in that game. They they did not. The Giants' offense. If you take out Saquon Barkley. Oh, he do, do, does not thrive in this game. Saquon Barkley had a 80-yard uh, run or something like that. It was um, – he, Yeah, he had a couple uh, – he had a 68-yard uh, yards was his long. Yeah, it was a catch. It was a – yeah, no, no, it was a, a carry. Six, no, it was a carry, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, dude. So, he had 164 yards on the ground. He's leading the league right now in rushing. Jonathan Taylor only had 161. Um, but Saquon Barkley did that in 18 carries. The pat the offense is open though. The Giants' run offense this year is going to be top five with Saquon Barkley in the backfield, and it's it's up to Daniel Jones to make it um to to do what um excuse me to make to the not most turn of the it. ball over. That's what it is. His interception. Stop throwing the ball. Oh my god! Stop so throwing the ball. It was to the other team. Turnover. I mean, I you take five so sacks. Tired. You take five sacks in this game. It is. 
I get it. And you know what? Sometimes you and are you under have, under a lot of you distress. You have one but... of the best receivers or young best young receivers in Gadarius Tony, and did he? Oh even... my God! No, no. But that was the offense. They did yeah. not utilize Gadarius Tony at all. And you force feed. Uh... You don't even force they didn't force me. They didn't force me Saquon. They just kept no, they gave him the I, ball I and he was running. He was just they. The, Saquon was the he was the man. The tight yeah. Saquon was the man. But the run so the Titans have been so focused on their run offense that I think they forgot about their run defense because eighteen carries for one sixty four. You going to tell me that he was averaging nine yards a carry? I mean, his long was 68, but even if you take that away, he is on 17 for uh, 90, 96. Yeah. He stays healthy. So this this Giants run Giants. offense is great. Saquon Barkley, if I you, am glad to see you back. I'm not happy to see you because you're in my division, but I am glad to see you running the ball again, brother. Best running back in the division. Yeah. Went on field, but so availability is the best ability. Yes. So mm-hmm. if he stays healthy, I think this is, this is the guy that we saw at Penn State. This is the guy we saw in his rookie year. Yeah. that That's the Saquon Barkley. I'm so glad to see him. Someone's taking care of their body in the offseason. In my other fantasy league, I got him in like the third round. That's awesome. All right. Best game from the 1 o'clock slate. The ones that we just did? No. No. We're going – we got the last game. Philadelphia in Detroit. Yeah. My God. What a beautiful fucking game this was. <laughs> I was – I stopped watching the Patriots. Because this game was so much fun. DeAndre Swift, you dog. A.J. Brown, you dog. Amon Ross, A.J. Brown, Brown, you dog. I mean, A.J. Brown has a quarterback now. Oh, my God. This game was electric. Like I said, A.J. Brown, you're a dog. DeAndre Swift, Amon St. Brown, Jalen Hurt, all of you dogs. Jared Goff, not a dog. But man, did you look good? You played well. You uh, look I, good. I, I would say that you played better than you've played in a long time. And I will say that you're one of those guys that I did not see a lot out of in last year because you were either running for your life or you were just giving up at the end of the game. But towards the end of the season, I started believing in the Lions because I believe in uh, y'all's head coach, Dan Williams. I no, believe Dan in Quinn. Dan, it's not Dan Quinn. Who's Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Dan Williams. Dan Campbell. Campbell, that's what we're, it is. Damn it. They look the same. Okay, we're both that's wrong. A, either way, Dan Campbell is – I watched him last year, and I I would go out there and die for that man on oh, that yeah. team. I mean, the Dan, way he came – Did you watch any of Hard Knocks this season? I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch I've the Hard Knocks because I've seen – It was just – They the, have bought in. The, the one thing that I saw last year of Dan Campbell was when he came out and he was talking about the team and he was talking about how he was – Wishing that he goes when your team fights and does everything that they can That's for a game, and they still come up short. That is something that truly, truly hurts. And he said this with tears in his eyes. And I, I would go I, if it was me. I got chills. I would go out there and die for this man, especially on that football field. I would not rule the lines out of the I playoff picture. I think they will fight. They're going to be playing out up until week seven, week eighteen. And I think they're going to push for the seven seed. <laughs> I think they will. You want a bold prediction? What do you got? <laughs> You're not. We got a preview. You got a preview to a playoff game, or a actually no. These are this is these both NFC. Yeah, NFC. Yeah, we got a preview of the NFC Championship. Is what I think. Now it's been it's been a long time, but I think that this this no. 
this team right now is just – I believe in the Lions. I think they've gone through enough. Jared Goff is – not very good, but with this team surrounding him, I think that they could do it. Yeah, if you we, if we want to overreact to week one and change up <laughs> our uh, our predictions already, I will take out San Fran of my NFC championship, mm-hmm. and I'll put in the Philly. I'll put Philly, but I still got them losing to Tampa Bay. Yeah. I, I, I'm just not sold on Philly yet. I need oh, to – they, they, they just look so – like their run attack is ridiculous. Hey, you, you remember the bet that we had uh, draft night? Jalen Hurts top five quarter uh, fantasy finish, top five fantasy finish, and it was like 40 50, bu- it was like fifty bucks or something. Fifty like that. bucks, yeah. Okay, looks okay. good so far. All right, yeah. I mean, yeah. He had two forty three. He had no TDs on the, through the air. Through he, the had, air. Uh, he had two one. on the ground, I think. Oh, and he pissed me off on that run. Oh, he made me so but mad. Yeah, two forty three through the air, ninety on the ground, a touchdown on the ground. His his QBR would probably be up ten points if he threw that ball on that first touchdown he had. Oh, he, he lost he, one. He should have had a. He, he had a. No, oh, never mind. I'm thinking of a DeAndre Swift. Pardon me, mm-hmm. but no. Back to the game itself. Oh my God, Philly or Detroit gets a ball for it. They jump up seven zero. Then Philly just goes on a run. They start scoring and scoring and scoring. They took AJ over the second quarter. Brown is an alpha receiver. He is a absolute freak. He is a monster. And I've been saying it since their draft night. He is better than DK Metcalf. He is a he is a better route runner. I think he yeah. has he is a better hands. I think he's he's just the better receiver. Okay. His routes, his release better than DK. DK's learning to expand his route tree, but AJ Brown is that man. I mean, they both and they both played at uh, was it Mississippi State or I Ole Miss? DK, I think they played at Ole Miss. DK, uh, DK Metcalf was Ole Miss. Yes. Yeah, they played. Um, they were on the, they were teammates. They played at the yeah, same college. But I still no. I mean, DK Metcalf is more of a. I think he's more of like a Des Bryant kind of play style, where he's gonna find the open yeah, space, but, but Des, and he's gonna Des get that could, jump ball. Des could run around. I mean, nothing more than what AJ. I mean, I, I wouldn't say he was the best route runner on the team at the time. He wasn't. Des? Des had a good route, don't get me wrong, but a lot of his plays were jump balls. I oh, mean, when yeah. he, when he mean, scored 16 he, he touchdowns. He was a big body. Yeah. So, I mean, he, yes, and he was fast, too, and he was catching everything. So, yes, he, he was he was great on the field. But what I'm saying is DK Metcalf's play style is exactly like that. I can run these few good routes. They're mm-hmm. great when you get me the ball. And I'm going to run somebody over because of how big I am. Yeah, he is and great in nature, DK. you send me one-on-one with a DB – I will. I'm very likely. I would say I probably have a 75 percent chance of getting that ball. Yeah, I'll give him that. I but, just. I think I've loved AJ Brown since he's been uh, since he was in college. Mm-hmm. Draft night, I was screaming at my TV for the Patriots to take him, and instead they took. I already forgot his fucking name. Um, they picked uh, Nikhil Harry. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> they picked him. I don't even. Dude, it's so bad. Uh, <laughs> Let me pull up the 2019 draft. What? Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I mean. Okay. I'm pretty sure the 2019 NFL draft class for wide receivers, right? DK Metcalf, Marquise Brown, AJ Brown, Nikhil Harry, uh, Hakeem Butler, Paris Campbell, Debo Samuel. <laughs> Um, you mean to tell me that Debo Samuel was on the board yep. when y'all took Nikhil Harry? Sure was. No, he wasn't. Andy Isabella, uh, JJ Arcega, uh, Whiteside. It's fine. Emmanuel Hall. These are mostly uh, Darius Slayton was picked that year. Terry McLaurin. Uh, yeah, he was on the board too. This was also new, uh, Brady's last year in New England too. So they could have, Brady could have been thrown to AJ Brown. And you know what pisses me off more? 
AJ Brown was a Patriots fan. Growing up, he's a Patriots fan. And you don't draft this kid? Yeah. But back to the back to the game. Yeah. The Detroit showed a lot of poise. And oh, they, they fought back. They, they, fought they were back. down uh, 21 points at a couple, couple couple different times. And they're like, you know what? We're not giving up. We're not out of this game. Was, and They were down 38 to 21. They fed DeAndre Swift at 15 carries, a buck 44 on 15 carries. Yeah. Man was running that rock. Uh, fucking Amon St. Brown. I think he's he's gonna be an absolute phenomenal receiver. Yeah, they, he's got they, a lot of lot of upside, man. I, I would I would expect him to be he, one of the top. He's showing us at the end of the end of the season last year was not a fluke. Like he is this guy. I mean, yeah. you you look at their passing offense. Yeah, it's Jared Goff, but Jared Goff is capable. Jared Goff is capable when he's not being rushed. Yeah, when you put he, you put some pressure on him, he tends to he'll he'll. He, he is, so he is just not good against when the, when they're blitzing him and coming after him. He's just not very good, and that's just how but Jared yeah. Goff is going. But yeah, he's got Amon Rod, DJ Chark, TJ Hawkinson, and DJ a- Chark. DJ Chark, y'all, by the way, sleeper, very big sleeper in that offense, and he is going to get the ball just as much as Amon, mm-hmm. Amon Raw St. Brown because he can. He's very capable. He is good when he gets the ball. He can move around, and he's going to score. I think that they have a Josh, uh, Josh, uh, um, Jared Goff. Jared Goff, sorry, Jared Goff can spreads the rock as well. He doesn't have a true one receiver, but he will give it to everyone. Everyone is going to have a good season, but I, I would have I would have DJ Chark finishing. Uh, he's a very very good wide receiver too. Oh, absolutely. Top of his top of top of those top of the wide receiver. And teams. then you got DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams coming out of your backfield. Mm-hmm. Like both of those guys can catch the ball and make a play too. I'm yeah. very excited to watch the it's, Lions this year, and I'm just, very excited to watch the Eagles this year. I think they're off it, especially now with Dak Prescott. What I think his early report is he'll miss four to five weeks. He said four games. The doctor said six. Drew Brees did this, and he was out eight or something like that. Yeah, but I thought he hit his hand on somebody's helmet, and it was like a little weird or something. So on the on the ending drive of that game, Dak. Through a pass, yeah, and then he, and he hide hide his hand on somebody else's, yeah, on somebody else's hand. Do we know and what then, like bone here? Was it like it a, was a fracture in his thumb? In his thumb, yeah, that sucks. Um, and then as long as four he, plays later, he does it again. Oh, but, I didn't realize he hit his hand twice. But again, we'll talk about the Cowboys yeah. in a little bit. Let's keep it going on on the Detroit Lions. But yeah, but. what I was saying with the Eagles, with Dak missing as much time as he's going to, especially the first four four or five weeks, however long it is, I think Philly's going to run away with this division. <laughs> I, I very bold. People are people have been so bought in on the people have been bought in on the Eagles for the last two years. Yeah, and this is the first game they've won where Jalen Hurts looks good on the field, but they still almost lost. Yes, AJ Brown is capable and is catching passes, and something that the Eagles are not used to with the failure at Jalen Rager, the failure at Nelson Aguilar, the failure with all these these guys that just just started that just that just decided that they did not want to catch the ball anymore. Yeah. But that was just the Eagles for the last. They few still years. have Devontae Smith on that roster too. They had, but he had a, he was dropping the ball too. Yeah, he had he put up a goose egg. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They stopped throwing it to him because he dropped the ball. He dropped an open pass. So it was just like, no, I think. Eagles, by the time they play the Cowboys, I think they, which is week two, three, four, five, week six, I think the Eagles have five wins. I think they drop next week to Minnesota. Dak's first game back will be against who? You know who? 
Maybe the Eagles. It is the Eagles. Yeah, if he's if, if he's if, back, if he misses five the next five, if he misses years. next next five, his first game back will be against the Eagles, which I love because yeah. Dak owns that division. Yeah, he's owned it the last we, we years. saw um, Russell Wilson when he uh, fractured his thumb last season. He came back. He looked like shit. Yeah, but Russell Wilson's in a new team, and they the no, re- this the was only... Russell in Seattle last year. When he he uh, hit his hand on somebody's helmet, broke his thumb, and then he when but he, came he that was like no, this was just a fracture. Yeah, this yeah. isn't this isn't a this isn't a, a break. break. He he had a clean break on his thumb. Uh, I would I would put a, just just a little different. Yeah, but I will say um, I don't see the Eagles t- running away with the division. I really don't. But even with that going down five games, I just don't see it. I mean, how the, many the, like well, when we get to the Cowboys, we'll talk about how many games you think they're going to win over that stretch. Yeah. Because that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I think they'll be able to run away with Because I don't know how many games they can actually win. We can look at the schedule when we get there. You'll but, see. Yeah, Philly, um, Detroit, you guys are fun to fucking that watch. That was, was a very fun game, guys. Oh, Thank you was, for that. Yeah. Jared Goff, I'm rooting for you, brother. Yeah. DeAndre Swift, keep doing that thing, man. <laughs> Amon St. Brown, keep doing it. A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts. A.J. Brown was the that, man. Get him that, get is, him that fucking ball. He is, He's such a playmaker, man. He, he's got it. All right. He got the dog in him. <laughs> okay, so this is my favorite game from the uh, 3 o'clock slot. So, off the bat, this is, uh, excuse me, uh, Minnesota takes on Green Bay. It was a piss poor. Oh, yeah, but Justin Jefferson looks like a fucking animal. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you put, it was just so, the Packers are hurting right now. Oh, my the God. The Packers are literally bleeding, and I don't know if they can stop it because – Aaron Rodgers is coming off an MVP MVP season. Shouldn't have won it. I don't think he should have won it last year, but he did. And they gave away both their t- – they had to let go of both their DNs. Their defense is just hurting. And their offense is – I don't know if the bleeding is going to stop. These guys, they're dropping Listen. opening passes, you know? Aaron Rodgers, when they first play that he they got the ball, they had Christian Watson wide open for a touchdown, goes right through Christian Watson's hand. And Aaron Rodgers does what Aaron Rodgers does when he gets pissed off and little and little pissy and little gets in his bitchy bitchy mood. Mm-hmm. He packed it. Yeah, you did. could see after that moment, like he's like, "I'm pissed off. I don't care anymore. I'm not doing this." Because he saw his defense get absolutely eviscerated down the field by Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and what's with the Packers not giving the ball to Aaron Jones? We'll talk to Matt Lafleur. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know I what's don't, wrong with I that don't guy. know. What, I don't know what was wrong with with the offense functioning through. You Aaron have Aaron Jones, Jones don't you? Yes, but that, I know, I, besides I, the point yeah. is the fact is that the offense looked good when the ball was in his hands. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes I love A.J. Dillon. I think he's the next LeGarrette Blunt. He's one of those guys that is capable at starting at running back, and he is your third down guy. He is going to get you two, three yards. He's, he's, your, short, he's your third uh, third and short distance guy. He is going to fall down and get you yards. But the more versatile back – who Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara kind of have a little bit of the same kind of play style. Yeah, but, but Kamara is, ten, is Kamara is ten times a receiver. Well, Kamara can dance. I think that that no one can dance like the way Kamara uh-huh. dances. Kamara is just moving all over the field, and especially when he's at the club, huh? I guess so. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Packers offense his, looked awful without yeah. Devontae Adams. Yep. You guys. I mean, yeah, it was easy to have Aaron Rodgers thrive when you had Devontae Adams and nobody else, but now you have literally nobody else. Who knows what Romeo Dobbs, Dubes, however you say his name is, is going to turn out. Christian Watson, again, he was targeted. Uh, 
He was targeted, I think, once. No. He got targeted a couple more times? Uh, no, no, actually. Four times, excuse me. He got targeted four times. But he was targeted on the first snap of the game. And he dropped a what, what would have been an easy touchdown. And then you're not going to get out of the doghouse with Aaron Rodgers. You're not, he's not going to come back to you. Romeo Dubes looked good. Mm-hmm. You got Justin Jefferson taking the triple crown this year? Oh, yeah. I got him breaking uh, – I think I, I got him breaking uh, yards and touchdowns. No, touchdowns. Touchdowns is hard, man. 23, yeah. 23 touchdowns is a very, very difficult thing. But, you know – He did start the season with two, though. Yeah. I don't think he, he'll break the yards. I don't think he's going to get the ball enough um, to uh, – not, not get the ball enough. I think his uh, yards are going to be too explosive every time he gets the ball. So he'll break yards, but I don't think he'll get enough receptions. He, was, he averaged 20, 20. Nine for 184. Yeah. Nine catches on 11 targets for 184 yards. Yeah, he was balling. He is a freak of nature. Kirk Cousins finished with 277. Let me see. Yeah, Kirk Cousins actually played well, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he, he played, played real well. And I mean, I, I am not Kevin O'Connell is doing – he's about to do what he did for um, – uh, Cooper Cup last year to Justin Jefferson, but on steroids. Yeah, he is going to be your triple crown leader. He is going to break the reception yards. He's going to, and I think he'll fight for touchdowns. Can Kirk Cousins win a game in the fourth quarter? That's the biggest issue. It's been this issue. I think the career, biggest issue is if he can win a game on Monday Night Football. He can't. They, they, they can. He is not won on Monday Night Football. I think it's crazy. He t- they lost a game to Dallas last year on Monday Night. To Cooper it, Rush. He is literally o for whatever on Monday Night Football. Big stages against Kirk Cousins, just not <laughs> yeah. his not Thing his is, forte. I don't think he'll have to because I think Justin Jefferson will do it for him. I mean, I you guess... got Justin Jefferson and you got Dalvin Cook, two extremely um, extremely um, explosive receiving options. And then Dalvin Cook is one of the best runner, runner uh, just a runner in football. He's Smash absolutely phenomenal. Down. He's an all-down back. And Alexander Madison is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Like, and then you still have Adam Thielen for yeah. your your short your short area money downs. Like, they've got, and they've got KJ Osborne too. They, the, the team is good. Their let's defense just, looks good. Let's just see if Kirk Cousins can win a game in the end. Yeah, if it comes down to the wire, that's what I worry about Minnesota. I think they're going to win the division and be a first round exit. Because <laughs> I don't believe in Kirk Cousins to win a Super Bowl. No, never. Maybe, depending. Um, no, because I don't think they're going to win the NFC. I don't think. No, I'm meaning like I don't think they'll have the number. I don't think they'll be the number one seed. But. Let's see. I mean, the Minnesota team, This the the offense is, you know, the ceiling is very high. It's sky high. Yeah. You guys, Kevin O'Connell, you can already see his effect. Yeah. And like I, mean, I said, you see how bad LA is hurting now without Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota, you see how you see it immediately how high um, the ceiling is with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he's not going to average nine receptions, 184 yards a game, and two touchdowns. If he did, uh, I don't even want to. I'm actually curious what that what pace that is after week one. That's uh, on pace for 153 receptions. That is on pace for 184 times 17. Yeah, or 16. I get hit and divide. <laughs> oh my god. Make sure I did that right. Yeah, so that's on pace for 3,000 yards receiving. Don't mm-hmm. think he's going to do that. No. But kid's a freak. It's a chance. Good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Packers are going to be fine. Packers? No, I don't know about all that. I don't know if they'll be fine, but they'll still be in second place in the division. They'll still make it to the playoffs. Their their defense is hurting. They, yeah. they do have Jair back, though. But Jair got smoked by Justin Jefferson all game. Yeah, he got he, abused. That's another thing that Kevin O'Connell is doing with Justin Jefferson. He's moving him around the entire lineup instead of letting him just go one on one with a number one corner. 
he they moved him to the slot. They had him being covered. Uh, I can't remember who was covering him, but he was um, wearing number ninety one. They had a guy wearing ninety one trying to cover Jay Jetta. Like what? Is there is no. a, there's a lot. I think Jair is a young corner. He's he's got a lot to learn. Oh, he's he's also great. He's still a great corner though. Mm-hmm. I'm a big uh, big fan of Jair. But they're expecting a lot out of you, brother. So keep it going. Um, Justin Jefferson, you fucking a dog. Yeah, he's not even a dog. He's a hound. He's a hound. he's a hound. <laughs> oh my god! But back to Green Bay fans. Don't worry about it too much. I think you guys will figure it out. I've seen. I think it was the 2020 season. You guys had a um, couple bad games to start. Aaron Rodgers took the post game podium and he's he spelled out relax for you guys. You guys will figure it out. You will be fine. You will make the playoffs, and then you'll lose in the divisional round to San Francisco like you do every single year. Every single year it happens. <laughs> it's the easiest bet in football. But what are we? Um, what are we at? Oh. We were at 155, but we, we we had about 15, 20 minutes of recording before we actually started. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. When it was just going. So we're probably about like one an hour and a half. All right, cool. Let's move on. To yeah. The, we got to speak to the Chargers and the – Oh, that was a great game, though. I don't know. We just got a long – we just got to keep this thing under like an hour 45. We, we got, I think we need – I think it needs to be like an hour 30. But we talk, we're talking about a lot, too, though. Yeah. Okay, let's just keep going. All right, we'll move on to our next 3 o'clock game, Kansas City and Arizona. Blowout. I mean, it was, it a, is blo- it, it was yeah. a blowout. It was, it was a slaughter. They scored, it was bad. The, the Cardinals scored 21 in the garbage time. Yeah. Or 14 uh, it, it was, in garbage, garbage time. It was garbage time after ha- uh, halftime. But Mahomes. Kansas, Mahomes was Mahomes. Yeah. He went 30 I, for 39. Dude. Yeah. With 500 him. yards passing? No, 360. 360. Excuse me. They had 500 total offense is had, what I was he thinking He had about. five TDs. Yep. I mean, he threw five touchdowns. You would think that they would just put the backup in. Yeah. No. Uh, they ran up the score, and they did it with ease. Yeah. I mean, Travis Kelsey, I think everyone overreacted to Tyreek leaving, leaving because everyone's like, oh, no, they're losing the number one uh, receiver on that offense. But everyone, I guess, everyone, myself included, was thinking – that the number one receiver is more important than number one offense or number one option on an offense. When we got to remember that the number one offense isn't always your number one receiver. Travis Kelsey at 33 is still doing what he does. I don't, I mean, I yeah. think it's, I think he's a little easier to game plan for than uh, Tyreek Hill is. I think you can take Travis Kelsey out of a game easier than Tyreek Hill because you need somebody to run a sub four, four mm-hmm. to be able to cover Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, you put, a Devin White on him. You put uh, any of these uh, young athletic backs. I wouldn't be surprised if Micah Parsons could run with him and cover. Well, there's him. only a handful of guys, a right. handful of linebackers that could run under a four-five. Well, oh, yeah, but Travis. I mean, ridiculous. Travis Kelsey's not running a four-five. That's what I'm saying. But linebackers yeah. need to be fast. Yeah, and linebackers now are really fast. So I and there's a couple of safeties I think that can match him with size too. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's ways. I mean, I you just put bracket coverage on them. I'm not scared about. By Juju and MVS to beat me over the in, in the air, that doesn't scare me. Yeah, it's Pat Mahomes, but if if he's not throwing, if he's long as long as he's not throwing to Travis Kelsey, I think that's a win on any offensive down. If he looks elsewhere, that's your best bet. Juju did look I mean, good. You saying Patrick Mahomes' best option is Travis Kelsey? Yeah, easily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's the tight end. He's the he's there. He's the he's the second best tight end in football behind George Kittle. 
That's true. When George, when George Kittle is in, he's well, great, but I don't even... That's the thing with his health, though, You could even though, argue that, though. Travis Kelce has been doing this for a little while. Oh, I, and I think... And he's never... I he think they are, they are on par as a receiver. George Kittle is as good as a blocker since Rob Gronkowski as a tight end. I, I I love George Kittle. I wish he could stay a little healthier. I, I hate, hate seeing him so banged up so yeah. often. It's because they, they But he's them. a freak. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, Travis Kelce... He's he's a man. He is that man. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they absolutely just embarrassed Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. They looked helpless without uh, DeAndre Hopkins on that field. I don't even know who was that. It just didn't look good. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kyler Murray didn't didn't play well. He did not look like the guy we thought he was. But a lot of it was those off those drives. Trace by- McSorley's in Arizona. That's where he's at. But the lot Sorry. of the, oh, no, it's okay. A lot oh, of the drives yeah. that Kansas City was doing. They were taking long. They were long drives. They were fighting for every yeah. single down. Andy Reid has learned how to slow this game down to make this offense work, and they functioned really good. Oh. They looked You're saying bad. Kansas City was taking long drives? Yeah. They were quick hitting when I was watching. What? Yeah. They were able to get whatever they wanted with ease. I thought you were talking about Arizona. No, but they're just driving down the field. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So even if you're, you're right, getting, you're missing with, like Tyreek's chunk plays. So but th- that's what I'm saying. Instead so they, of getting a 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So instead of them getting that 50 yard bomb and then taking three plays to go score, take 50, mm-hmm. 10, 10, 10. They're taking they're 10, going, 10, 10. They're going running 20, little, 15, 17, yeah, yeah. So 10, they're, 8. They're, they're throwing, they're letting Patrick Mahomes work, which is typically where he does struggle. If you take away his deep shot, like you make, you, I mean, but Arizona, they decided, like, we know the blueprint to slow down Patrick Mahomes. Don't blitz, play coverage, and make him make throws and make him make reads. Mm-hmm. They said, fuck that. We're going to blitz him this entire game. And, and they, they got torched. And they paid. They got torched. I get it. It's a it's a league where when everyone zigs, you want to zag. You want to do something different. You don't do that against Patrick Mahomes. You don't. This guy has... Top three quarterback of all time potential. If he plays to this level his entire career, which is a big ask. I know Kansas City fans, if we have any listening, are scoffing at me saying that he or already saying he's the greatest of all time. But it's hard to keep this level of play up for so long, especially when you have a five hundred million dollar quarterback. Eventually that contract's gonna come. And you guys are gonna you already lost Tyree Kill. Travis Kelsey is thirty three years old. He's gonna be out of the, out, of, out of the door here pretty soon. And you're left with Juju and uh, MVS. I, I know that's not – I mean, yeah, it's still Patrick Mahomes. You guys will still compete, but you're not going to be – it's not going to be Kansas City. And or I it's will, not going to be the same Chiefs. Pardon me. And another thing to add, uh, Chris Jones. Monster. Monster. Absolutely. On the defense, he is a monster. When he is on his game, he is Aaron Donald level of disruptive. Yeah. And he's, oh, he's, my God. He's 6'6", 310. He is dude, a, he's a he is a monster, unit. dude. Man, he, when he's on the field, he kept Kyler Murray running, and they contained Kyler Murray as well. You know how uh, I think we were talking about this before the show. Aaron Donald, even when he doesn't have like an impactful game on the stat sheet, it's because you're he, everyone's, but everybody else kind of like thrives off that. Mm-hmm. Chris Jones has that same kind of effect. Yes, he is an absolute animal. Yeah, like he is phenomenal. Very I love the guy. Very disruptive. Um, but it was just not like, much yeah, he, he didn't show up much on the, uh, on the stat sheet. No, not but at all. You, like, but he, if you watch the game, he was, he was there. He, he was, was there. all over the field. Yeah. Like he didn't get like the stats, but like they were there. Like 
Oh my god, um, he was he was phenomenal. But another thing, um, I didn't see what I wanted to see out of James Conner. I didn't either. I uh, he got he got that early touchdown, and then I quiet. mean, but yeah, I mean they couldn't run the ball anymore because they had to pass to get back in. Yeah, that's well, why. That's why Kyler dropped back 34 times. They, they switched into passing because they went down 14 really, really fast. Oh, yeah, they did. And then they had no answer for Patrick Mahomes' offense. They kept trying to blitz him, and it was not working. Marquise Brown didn't play as well as I thought he would. You probably had you had, you had your points. You got you got you did what you were supposed to do. Who the hell is Greg Dortch? No idea. But he, led but he was letting your targets. team in targets and uh, receptions. Out of Wake Forest, he's 5'7", 175. Woo, big boy. You are tiny, brother. But, hey, you led the team in targets. Good for you. Andy Isabella, 1 for 10. A.J. Green, 2 for 13. Uh, Zach Ertz. Uh, but I, Zach Ertz still banged up, so I think um, – I guess his calf injury is bigger than we were expecting. He's also old. Oh, no, but he can still ball. I mean, when, he, when he was – got to Arizona late last season and his last game in Philly, like, he was productive. Yeah, he's older, but he can still play. But mm-hmm. I think he's banged up, right? He that calf injury is really uh, uh, hindering him. Let me ask you: Do you know when he was drafted? Zacherts? Yeah, I want to say 2011, 2013. Oh, really? He is not that old. No, he's this not. Guy, this guy is very capable. But I think that Kyler, isn't that when Travis Kelsey got drafted? I think so. Uh, actually, no. Travis Kelsey was 2011. But that sounds more accurate. No, Gronk was drafted in 2011. Dang. No, so then, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, then Kelsey was definitely 2013. Got to be. Because he, he he came into the league later on. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. Uh, third round pick in 2013. And then but, did Zach Ertz, you said, was in a I, 13 needed, as well? They, they, yeah. No, no. Or yes, 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 he was 13. But I think the Cardinals need to make him more focal point in their offense. Oh, so absolutely. they can open up their receivers. Absolutely. You have you – have Four, three guys on your team that are all – you have two guys that are speed guys, and you've got an old A.J. Green. A.J. Green is is on a decline, but oh, I also think that they're not making him a focal point in the offense. Well, they, they don't need to. I think they're really hurting missing DeAndre Hopkins. That's true. They, because they, who's your best option on this offense now? Now it's Kyler Murray. He has to do it all himself. I mean, James Conner is not scaring anybody. He's, um, he's Marquise Brown isn't scaring anybody. Zach Ertz, yeah, he can – be effective, but he's not scaring anybody. They've got, and I think, I think everybody's underestimating this Kansas City defense. Like, yeah, they don't have any outside of Chris Jones and Frank Clark. No, they don't have no. any guys that that names that jump off the off, oh. the off the list. But uh, up and coming linebacker Nick Bolton. Oh you yeah, absolutely. Definitely, definitely notice him. I actually uh, played with I played him in a playoff game uh, back in high school. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, yeah, they. They're a sneak. They're quietly good and like effective defense. I'm really. Uh, it's going to be interesting watching them. I was expecting them to come out slow out of the gate. Mm, they did not look slow. They no. looked fast. They looked like they were hitting what they needed to hit. Yeah, they were firing on all cylinders. Yeah, they. Uh, you guys are a very well tuned machine. Good job, Kansas City. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Yeah. But all right. Last game of the after of the afternoon slot, we got. Chargers taking home a set, uh, excuse me, a five point win over the Raiders. I thought this was a great fucking game. It was so much fun to watch. Uh, Derek Carr looked a little shaky. You so look the the Chargers probably have the best defense in the NFL. Uh, if they can stay healthy, 100%. I mean, no, just let me read you some names. Yeah, no. they've got Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James. 
JC Jackson. JC Jackson. Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, dude. This team is not this defense is this defense is good. This defense is gonna be this is gonna be one of those shows. Oh, and then defenses. Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. I mean, they got they got some players. They, they, no, I mean it's with Keenan Allen going down. I don't think it uh, he's yeah, just a hamstring injury. I think he's gonna be back uh, after this week. I they, uh, we got charged in Chiefs on Thursday night football. We got them. So he's not gonna be playing for that, but Justin Herbert had six guys with four receptions each. Can you believe that? Yeah, he was Justin spreading that. Herbert was spreading the ball out to everyone. You get a you get a catch. And you Xander get a catch. Hovarth had a touchdown. Of course. He's a fullback. Yes, sir. He just meant, hey man, he's getting half his salary on that one touchdown, bro. What do you mean? He did exactly what he needed to do. He already do. beat his season incentives. And another thing, hey man. Justin Herbert, you not like Mike Williams, bro? What's wrong with you? You not like him? Well, like, did he? What did he do to you? Because he is definitely a lot better than a lot of the guys on this list. But somehow he wasn't getting the ball, even when Keenan Allen went down. Yeah, that was kind of shocking to me. But I guess he was just able to do whatever the hell he wanted. They, I mean, Justin Herbert. I mean, I think he's my favorite out of this, these young quarterbacks. I think he's one of everybody's favorite quarter. Um, everybody, almost everybody's favorite out of these young quarterbacks. He is a stud, yeah. and but like back to the Raiders, their car, not bad. Yeah, yeah, he looked kind of, he looked pretty shaky, man. Three oh. turnovers, two touchdowns. Yeah, you for, you force fed Devonte, but he was also running for his life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you got sacked five times. Yeah, and he had three picks as well. But I mean, I mean there's a lot of pressure, like like you said, Joey Bosa and this front I seven. Mean, I don't even know how this was able to happen, having Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack on the same team. Khalil Mack has kind of not fallen off, but he's kind of like – Khalil Mack had four quarterback hits and three tackles for losses. He is he, – uh, Joey I mean, Bosa – I mean, that's what I'm saying. You have, a, a two, you have two guys. Oh, he had three – Khalil had three sacks. That's what I'm saying. This Joey is, had one and a half. They, um, three tackles for loss for Khalil, one for uh, Joey Bosa, and two quarterback hits to four. That's like, what I'm they, saying. They, this, hit, they, hit a, they hit the man nine times. This defense picked up. So you're telling me this defense had five sacks, or how many yeah, sacks? Yeah, total? five. Five sacks. Six sacks. Three. Six sacks. Three interceptions. Oh, cause, yeah, because they uh, they sacked uh, Derek five times, and they sacked Devonte Adams as quarterback one time. <laughs> um. Oh man. And there was nobody that really led the team in tackles. You have three guys on this team that had that six tackles. And then two more that five. Like, everyone is flying to the ball. This, oh, they have Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, I said him. Oh, yeah. This is – I mean, this defense is going to be one, the best defense in the league this year. They're, they, yeah, they're going to be they're, a tough defense. They are – I mean, with, with what they just did to this – to a good offense. This isn't a bad offense Yeah, right? Like They've got Derek Carr. They've got Josh Jacobs. They've got Devontae Adams. They've got Darren Waller. They've got Renfro. They've got a lot of guys on the Man, you're offense. forgetting about Brandon Bolden right now. Man, he had two <laughs> targets. No, I just love Brandon Bolden. Why do you like Brandon Bolden? He was on the Patriots for like ten years. Oh my god, he's he's who a, is this guy? A Brandon Bolden, he's a nobody. He's a he's a running back. Yeah, no, he's a running back. He's a, a kind of a utility guy. Can do a handful of things. He's really is a really great special teamer. Oh, good because you go to the Hall of Fame for that. You can. Matthew Slater's going to the Hall of Fame for the special teams. Oh yeah, Matthew Slater was a dog. He I still is that. a dog. Yeah. He's still playing. Yeah, he's still playing for my Patriots. Um. No, nah, but I mean the best is let's get. Let's, oh yeah, we uh, yeah, it's fun. Before we start talking about Trent Holiday and Devin Hester and yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, <laughs> it was a great game. Um, Las Vegas, uh, 
not being able to get that two point really hurt them because they could have cut it to three points and they could have had a chance to win. But the, but what what stopped them? The yeah. defense. Well, they took a penalty well, first and then they got it well, because defense, uh, the defense Derek Carr misses throw. Oh Derek, uh, they, oh he fumbled twice. Damn. So they had they had they, two, they didn't lose them. They didn't, they didn't lose them though. They but Derek fumbled twice. So he put the ball in harm's way five times. Can't do that. I mean, look at a Joe Burrow this week. Five turnovers. Almost won, but still didn't. It's hard to do that. Yeah, you can't. And the thing is, I don't even think this is the best uh, that we've seen out of the Chargers. I think they're going to get better and better and better. I mean, the Raiders' defense didn't play bad. I just think that the 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 rate the Chargers' defense was just phenomenal. That, that good today. They they played phenomenal. They were all they were all over the field. All of you guys, good job. That was a very good sighting to see. And. uh I will say that they didn't use Austin Eckler as much as I thought. Yeah, that they he would. was. I thought he was, was going to. I thought he was going to be a lot more involved. And they just, they, they just. I mean, when he got when he got the ball, he got it, and got he was it. getting he was getting yards and stuff like that. But it wasn't as much as as fantasy owners were expecting out of him. Oh, not at all. Let's kick it up uh, to Sunday Night Football. Do you want to start this, or do you want to wipe your tears first? <laughs> it was one of the worst performances I've ever seen out of Dak Prescott. Cowboys in general, that offense, look, they were fighting for every single yard that they gained. The only team this this week without being able to get into the end zone. Uh, was it because of Tampa Bay's defense? I think, yeah, I think that Tampa Bay's defense is really, really good this year. I don't think that was the main reason. I think they're really hurting without having a second option to throw to. You have C.D. Lamb, and then your next best guy is Dalton Schultz on that roster. Both very, very capable guys. But C.D. Lamb also had an awful game. You target him 11 times, he pulls in two of them? Yeah, but most of the catches were very contested. Oh, yeah. But and you're a number one on team. You're supposed to bring those in. There was six pass defense on the defense for the Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay. They, their secondary was balling. Their front seven was balling. We had no answer for Devin, Devin White and the Cowboys. I mean, the linebacker core at – in uh, Tampa Bay is just as good as the defense as the linebacker court in Dallas, which the Dallas defense did show up. They held Tom Brady. They kept Tom Brady in check because for most of the game, if they if they didn't, that Tom Brady would have ran away with this one. Oh yeah. Um, but I, uh, we were talking about it a little bit after the game. Your front seven phenomenal. The secondary outside of uh, Trayvon Diggs, it gets a little suspect sometimes. Well, it's, well, like again, what I was trying like, to talk to you about is like. I'm not saying they're bad. They're mm-hmm. a very capable group. But I think late in games, if your front seven starts to lose gas, they're they're, they, your secondary can be taken advantage of. And, and, and he, that's what we saw. Like it was twelve to it was twelve to three this in the was, third quarter. This was a defensive game. The two offenses were not as not as good as they were last year. And this defense this was a very defensively like I would rank it, it would probably be the Chargers defense first. I'd put Dallas in second, and I'd put I'd probably put Tampa Bay at third at best defenses right now. And no, I'd probably put Steelers up there as well. I'd probably put them. The Steelers not without TJ Watt. I, with with I, with TJ Watt of Buffalo. Court. With TJ Watt. Oh, Buffalo. Buffalo off the yeah, that, that, I mean that's five right there. That's the top five. Got to be somewhere in somewhat order, depending on what you want to look at. But the I think we can go back and look through that a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, on, I mean on a later episode, but but either way, they had yeah. a lot. The Dallas ha- Dallas has a lot to figure out on offense. I think that the DBs in Dallas aren't bad. J. Ron Curse is a very capable safety. He was mm-hmm. one of the highest graded guys last year. Anthony Brown isn't bad. He's he's kind of seasoned. 
He gets burned. He doesn't get burned a lot. It's just they're they have a very capable secondary. It's he, he in the, even the catch on Julio Jones made. Oh, I mean, he that, was that, covered. That was like that was that Julio was Jones. pure that Julio was, Jones and with a good ball from Tom and Brady a, and Julio not just Jones. a good ball. That was a perfect ball. That was a perfect ball to Julio Jones. That it it literally hurts Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Yeah, I know. I but yeah. I just know that that ball was just so perfect. It could not have been placed any better. That it it literally mm-hmm. hurt Julio Jones to pull it in because of how perfect it was. Yeah. It was just a great ball. And Anthony Brown is just you can't. They're, just like how people make jump shots in the basketball. Sometimes you have yeah. to just better. sometimes sometimes it's just it great, happens. Um, Great defense gets beat by better offense nine times out of ten. I, it's I, what happens. I wish I could. Defense is the hardest thing to do. I wish that I, I could. I feel so bad for all the cornerbacks in the league, all the safeties, because you can have a great game, but you give up one long pass, you give up one play, and everyone that's all everyone's saying. Because yeah. you know they don't see you shut down the entire game until you get beat burned. by a – not even burned by – you get beat by a hair. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, this guy's a bum. But um, what's it called? It was just it was a it was a bad performance by mm-hmm. Dak, but I don't even know if it was all I, all Dak's fault. I, like I, the offense was he just was shaky. Un, he was under fire. Kellen Moore just he was yeah he was we only, were getting blitzed and we didn't know what to do. He was only I don't even think they blitzed that much. I think no. they were getting home with four guys. They were no they no they were blitzing anytime Pollard was in. Yeah. So Zeke's pass blocking, ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Bet some one of some of the best pass blocking by a running back in the NFL. But the drop off to Tony Pollard is substantial, and there's a reason why. I mean, Pollard is great at what he does. He is a fast guy. He can make plays in the in the field, and he can also he, he's a three down back. He's just stuck behind Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, and that's very unfortunate. But at the same time, you I have to I think. Oh, I'm sorry. You have you have to pick up where Zeke is. You have to cut that guy. You, if Devin White is running at you, you have to cut him. You're not going to be able what, to block him. Yeah, look what Lenny Forney, uh, Fournette did to Micah Parsons. He on that chip block. I love. Yes, Micah Parsons, yes, but yes, he, yes. Yeah, I know, that. I know. He did. I mean, but yeah, but that's he, what running. I mean, that's also Leonard Fournette at two thirty. Yeah, I mean, so it wasn't like I mean they're the same way. And Micah Parsons was already getting blocked by another guy. So yes, yeah. it was it was a good play by Lenny Forney. Good job, man. You know, I, I appreciate it. But uh, you know. Yeah. If you ask who, which, which 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 person matters more on a team, Lenny Forney or Micah Parsons to the Cowboys, you know you're not going to oh, even be, uh, yeah. you're not I even going to be it, close. I mean, so just I remember that really com- easy to compare like offensive defense anyway. But obviously, it's I mean, Micah yeah. Parsons. I mean, I mean, if you go Lenny to Zeke, I think you got to go Lenny because after um, you're crazy, more important to the team that they're on, not better players, more important. Okay, because who's after Leonard Fournette? Uh, Rashad White, the rookie. Or you could, oh, no, it's uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy out of um, uh, it's USC. Bon. Is an, is oh, wait, did they get rid of what's his face? Yeah, what? um, I can't think of his name either right now, but yeah, he Ronald, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, yeah, he's in Kansas City. Oh, is he really? Oh, he was in Kansas City, actually. I think he got released. What, yeah, I played him in Madden once, I beat him. Nice, I did, I beat him. He, he actually went to McKinney, Bull, no, McKinney North, McKinney and North. my buddy back to my, my buddy Micah. Shout yeah. out, Micah, he won't listen to this, no, but uh, um, send it to him. But, um, yeah, I mean, Dallas defense, phenomenal. You they guys held played, Tampa in check. You guys held Tom Brady to four field goals. or Yeah. Yeah, four field four goals. Four field goals and one touchdown and, and, because Mike Evans was Mike Evans. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, that's what I was trying to say that earlier. Was a great catch, too. Dude, just, he pushed off. He pushed off. Watch the clip. 
Um, either way, yeah. Um, the, the Dallas's offense was piss poor. You had Terrence Steele, Tampa with Bay's three. as well. I mean, no, I mean, it, it was Cowboys defense was playing better than the Tampa Bay offense. Yes, yes. So they were able uh, to. It was a they were able game. to. They were able to. Game. Like when they hit the red zone, they couldn't move the ball. Yeah, it, it was because they got so the field got shortened, mm-hmm. and, and push off. Michael Park scored. Michael Park. So either way, um, Dallas's offense was very awful. They. Tyler Smith wasn't scared. I mean, he, a lot of the, a lot of the blitzes. He did miss one that Dak got hit on, but of course he's young. You, you got to let that go. Yeah. Uh, McGovern went down, so we're on. We're stretching on linemen, and Terrence Steele has been a tackle for a very long time. But how do you get three penalties in a row? You had three penalties on a drive that Dak was still making completions and still making up for, mm-hmm. and we still couldn't get the ball down the field because you kept doing these. I think it was a holding, right? Or a holding or an off false start. It's a false start, right? I think so. It was three false starts, man. You, you got to – that's just I, – I don't even know – I don't know who to blame on that one. Yeah. That is you. Like, that is your fault. And then it's, it's going to be a rough uh, couple games for you guys, uh, well, actually, waiting no, waiting no, for no. Dak to get back. No, I mean, I think that the, the schedule isn't too difficult. Yo, that's what, yeah, that's right. That's what we're so going to look at when we got here. You have, we have the New York Giants, the Bengals, Commanders, Los Angeles Rams. And, and ooh, so we're assuming that he comes back for the week six against Philly. In Philly at that. Okay. So Bengals, I think that's a loss. I don't know. I think that our defense is going to go after Burrow a lot. It's going to look a lot like last week. Yeah. I just don't. And, and I think that it's going to be a very good matchup between Jamari Chase and Trayvon Diggs. But that goes back to their thing is Bengals, uh, Bengals have a strong defense too. And now you have Cooper Rush on our center. If this was uh, if this was um, excuse me um, Trubisky. If this if this was Dak, I think I think this is a toss up game. Without mm-hmm. Dak, I think this is a I think this is a walk away victory for the Bengals. Trubisky was able to move the ball, so if Trubisky could move the ball, Cooper the, Rush is a backup for a reason. Yes, but so is Trubisky. Cooper would Trubisky you, would won the Cooper job. Be, Trubisky won the job. Don't get me wrong. Yes, but they also had five turnovers. Tell me, Cooper Rush doesn't start on the Steelers right now. Cooper Rush? I don't yeah. think he does. Really? You I think I think it should be um, uh, Kenny Pickett. I think that there's a lot more upside with Kenny Pickett. Yes, I yeah. that that's my own personal opinion. I think mm-hmm. you always go with the best upside, and mm-hmm. then you live through the growing pains. Yeah. yeah, I think that they, they they need to get him out there. But, but Trubisky is their best option, just because he he's most experienced and yeah. he has played NFL snaps before and full NFL games. At so. least try. At least yeah. try. This is the best we can say. But but I against the Bengals. The reason that they were they almost want they did win was because Joe Burrow literally shit his pants for the first half of the game. Yeah. Um, if you take away one of those turnovers, or you shit, you take away his pick six on the first snap, and you leave the four other turnovers, they win because that's seven points of their their, their score right there. Yeah, but right. that's what happens. Most disappointing game I think of this of uh, the opening weekend Monday Night Football. Broncos go to Seattle. Seattle fans, what's wrong with you? Why the hell are you booing the your greatest quarterback in franchise history, the only guy to win you a Super Bowl, the the greatest, the, your only Hall of Fame quarterback? One. Yeah, but he took him to two. They've been to three total. He took you to two thirds of your Super Bowl. He won you a ring, which is more than you can say about most teams' greatest quarterback. Miami's greatest quarterback is Dan Marino, and he never won a ring. You know who was the defensive coordinator for that team? Miami. No, of uh, the Seattle Seahawks. I don't. I don't remember. Dan Quinn. Dan and Quinn. Dan, Dan, Quinn, and Dan, Dan he, Quinn was the master of the Legion of Boom. And then he went to. Then he was head then coach he got in Atlanta. The head coaching job in Atlanta. And then he uh, choked Lost away the biggest Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Let's get this up for Damn, never mind. We're going to get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that on a special episode or something. But, uh, no, uh, it was really a poor showing. Yeah. I didn't, I, it was. Uh, when Tom Brady, like, Russell Wilson was traded away. Right? He was traded. When Tom Brady chose to leave the Patriots, and when he came back to Gillette the next season, after winning another Super Bowl with a different team, he was welcomed with cheers. Yes, Russell Wilson's not Tom Brady, but you know, that's not that's how you're supposed to treat your Hall of Fame quarterbacks. That's how you're supposed to treat you that made you your a team of contention for so long. Like I think it was a disgusting showing. It was. He also looked, but to the game itself, he looked shaky. He was nervous. Like he was missing some throws that he should have been able to hit easy. He hit a, a one of the tight ends. Um, I can't think of his name, but he had that incredible diving one-handed catch. But if Sutton, no, not Sutton. It was the tight end. Oh, Oakland. Uh, no, no, no. Andrew Beck. Andrew Beck. <laughs> yeah, when he hit Andrew Beck, who made a spectacular play to bring in the pass, but he didn't have to because he was wide open by ten yards. If he puts that on the money, I think Andrew Beck walks in for a touchdown. Probably. Like he was missing, like he was missing a handful of throws. Yeah, he's he's. I wouldn't doubt it, man. I mean, he settled know. in later to the game, but he was missing throws that I did not expect him to miss. And speaking of like quarterback play, Geno Smith, the man, he was my he oh was my, my surprise of the week, is what I. Is oh what my I would god! Say. Absolutely, uh, I think that Geno Smith. Why before, hasn't he been able to start? No, because no, no. This is the Geno Smith we saw was something that I haven't seen out of him. And ever, I've never seen since his, his rookie year in New York. Even then, but he, like he was no, he, he just he, was, he, not he was good. calm. He was poised, but and he wouldn't turn over the ball. He yes. was very good about that, very determined, and he was using his legs properly. He wasn't scrambling yeah. and freaking out. Yeah, so uh, I don't know the, who, who's the head coach of uh, Pete Carroll. Yeah, it's still Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, man, seventy years old. Him, Belichick, and I think there's one other one. Uh, but. Saban is probably who you're thinking about, but that's college, obviously. Um, They're the these, oldest these, head coaches. This guy has allowed Geno Smith to thrive. He settled in. 95, two TDs, and then he was silent in the second half. Yeah, they, they, which, they, which they was to be expected. Him. I mean, it's kind of hard. When you, I mean, I don't know. The yeah. defense has played well. I just think that I need to see more run offense out of the Broncos. Yeah. I don't know if oh, I, seven the The thing is, like, good, the, the, Javante Williams looked great. He had seven carries and he had 11 receptions. Good God. Mm-hmm. I think Javante Williams looked really, really good. He was just throwing screen. Russell passes. Wilson looked uh, real shaking to start. He kind of settled in. But I think that's kind of – I think everyone expected Denver to blow this out. And I think they, the going back to Seattle just kind of shook up uh, Russell. I think that this the, the Seattle offense is waiting on Geno Smith to be able to throw that big ball. I mean, he tried a couple times. He they they just miss on a couple plays. Yeah. So once he gets that chemistry down with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, they're gonna start winning mm-hmm. some games. Really winning some games. Rashad Penning looked great running the ball too. And Tyler Lockett looked like he hadn't missed a step either. He looked fast. His routes looked crisp. He looked fast. And I, I like that. I I, I, did, I do like DK Metcalf leading the team in targets as he should. Um, I mean, yeah, that's I was expecting. That's the best bit, player on your team. I was expecting a little bit more out of them, of course, but you know. Uh, oh, they, they they took a hit. I think uh, Jamal Jamal Adams went down. Oh yeah, he sure did. They uh, he they got carted off. Carted off the field. But man. Jamal Adams isn't really good. He's not. You don't think Jamal Adams is good? I, What's wrong with you? I mean, I'm not. 
He gets burnt all the time in coverage. Mm. He gets beat. Yeah, he's a great player to watch. Yeah, he can get you sacks. Yeah, he gets, he's a kind of like five to a player, but in coverage, he's I think he's not good. I think that he made a mistake when he went to Seattle. And I think oh, he got traded there he, for like three first round picks. Really? They paid an arm and a leg to get him. Well, and he's, them. I mean, they he's been underperforming ever since. He is, I think he's overpaid for what he is. Okay. I think he's overrated. Think they overpaid for him? Yeah. They okay. overpaid for him, and I think he's overpaid, and I think he's overrated. Okay. I can see that. Definitely see that him being overrated. But um, so yeah. far, I mean, Jordan, oh, and, Jordan Brooks for 12 total tackles. My guy. Yeah. Also, Denver. I already yelled at Houston for being cowards early, as, earlier. You guys are idiots. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You you cut it to four, uh, get it to a fourth and five, extremely manageable midfield. Yeah, you're in field goal range now at a 64 yarder, but you have three timeouts and you waste 30 seconds trying to figure out what you're going to do, and then you burn a timeout and then you just decide to kick a field goal. As soon as you made that catch, timeout. Talk about what you want to do. Go for the fourth down instead of trying to kick a 65 yarder or 64 yarder. Bonehead decision. Extremely bad. Bonehead decision. Extremely bad. We all lost this game. Russell Wilson could have definitely put you up in in, in a better. I think I. I mean, Russell Wilson, you could he could have scrambled for five yards and got you the first down, and then you take a timeout and you. I mean, it's not like they didn't have two very capable backs either. Yeah, they had so many ways to get six yards of offense. Get a dump off to the tight end. Russell Wilson can run that. Like or, they were, they could have called a perfect play like easily and gotten six yards of offense and one that puts you at a fifty nine yarder. Yeah, you probably don't miss that, or you still could miss. Excuse me, but then you have plenty of time still because you took a timeout at a minute and now you're at by the time the play's over forty nine seconds. And they were rolling. Denver was rolling with the backup. Or, or Seattle was rolling with a backup safety. And you're telling me that we decided to kick a sixty four yarder with a minute left instead of we going were so for, and, sure in the kicker. We yeah, were that sure in him. Yeah. Don't get me – McManus is a stud of a kicker. He's a great kicker, but – I mean, 64 yards, you're talking about tying the record. That's a no, lot that, that's, that's a his record. Or like, no, it's, no, it's uh, 64 it's is not – 65 Matt, is the – No, it's 60. It's 65 now. By Justin Tucker. Yeah, because yeah. Matt Ritter had it. 64. Right, so it's 65 or 66. He beat it by one, but McManus, his range is 64. Right. Yeah, okay, maybe that's in Denver with a thin air. Yeah. Whatever. Still. I mean, that's where Prater did it. Yeah. Prater did it at 64 there. Um, but, yeah. No, um, either way, it's just – Denver looked shaky. Like I said, the start, they kind of settled in. I think, again, they will be fine. Seattle, good job. Uh, you Performance you, was Geno Smith. Yeah. Geno Smith kept you on this game. Oh, so and guess uh, – this he, is what I was going to say. PFF's second-graded quarterback of the week. Geno Smith. Geno Smith, Absolutely, baby. Nah, he, looked, he looked great out there. He's 23 for 28. Making good decisions. He got sacked twice, but he he played well. He was giving the ball to his receivers. He was giving his guys to make a chance. He, he was making plays. Yeah, he was getting. He was escaping the pocket when he had to, and making plays downfield. Using his legs when he needed to, mm-hmm. not when he wanted to. There was a few plays where I saw him take off, and I was upset. But there were some times where you just got you got to throw the ball. You know. Yeah. And give the ball to people that will go score. Your your, your job is to put the ball in the hands of people that can make plays. Gives the ball to someone in space. Give DK Metcalf a jump ball. That's that's all I have to say. You see that one-on-one coverage, you need to know right away. If he's not going to get one-on-one all game, wait for Tyler Lockett to be open. Because yeah. if not, if they're not, if they're doubling DK Metcalf, give Tyler Lockett the, if, if, if they're if they're man. I need I need DK running across the field, and I need Lockett going to the end zone. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure Geno Smith's got a cannon. 
I don't know if he's got a cannon, but he's got a he's got a good arm. But yeah, no, that wraps up or wraps up the first man, week of the NFL be, season, man. If anyone was expecting what happened this week to happen, that's crazy. They were, uh, I, don't I don't believe you. I don't believe you. There's just no way anyone predicted what was going to happen this no. week. Let's go ahead and give a quick preview for the uh, primetime games next week. Thursday night, we got, um, I think it's going to be an electric game to watch. We got Los Angeles Chargers move, make, making their way up to Kansas City at Arrowhead. I think it's going to be an explosive showdown. I think it's going to be fucking awesome. I think it's uh, it's going to be it's lost, uh, Los Angeles missing. Um, Keenan Allen is going to hurt. and especially it is. He dished it to everyone. Yeah. It may be normal quarterback. Keenan Allen is old, reliable. But Mike Williams was yeah, took, it was quiet. Mike, Mike Williams, no, I mean he was quiet, yes, but I think that Mike Williams is going to fill that position exactly how he needs to. Yeah, I would expect Mike Williams to have a big game this week. He's going to have a it's very gonna, big comeback game. This I think week. it's going to be whoever gets the ball last is going to win. The line is uh, they favor Kansas City by four. I like Los Angeles to cover. I don't know if I like them to win. Over under fifty four. I think it's over. Over. Yeah, I think it's over, and they're fa- like I said, they're favored. Kansas City's favored by four. I don't think it'll be. Uh, I don't think either team's winning by four. I like Kansas, uh, LA to keep this close the entire time. At Kansas City, I want to lean towards Patrick Mahomes, but I picked LA the Chargers to win the division, so I'm, I think I'm still going to pick them to uh, win and to cover. Well, they have to cover. Okay. All right. Um, um, switch over to Sunday Night Football, Green Bay and Chicago. Not yeah. a lot to talk about. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be absolutely disgusting what Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and do to the Chicago team. I think that it's going to be an He's going to discount double-check his dick all up and down the field. I think it's going to be the Aaron Jones show. I think out of the backfield, Aaron Jones is probably going to go for like 150. Aaron Jones. and Maybe I, like 40 reception yards, too, and a touchdown. Maybe two. I think he's going to have, like like have a very, very big game. I think, Aaron, I think Aaron Rodgers is um, – I was. Uh, I think he'll have three more touchdowns too. I think he'll have three through the air. I, mm-hmm. Like I said, the line is Green Bay by ten. I like. I want. I have Green Bay covering. We I think under forty. Or the over under. Uh, what's the line? Forty. Forty one and a half. So forty two. I think. I don't think Chicago's going to be able to score. I think it's over that. I think is. I like uh, Green Bay scoring about thirty. I. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Thirty I, to ten. I would say. I, I'm thinking thirty. I'll take the over. Thirty eight six. What I'm thinking. Yeah. It's gonna be over, but I don't think it's by much. Yeah. But Green Bay is gonna have a very big. Yeah, I think I think showing. Chicago they don't outside of Raquan Smith. There's not much for them to do don't to they, stop. Don't, they don't have a Dory Jackson. Oh, I think so too. But still, it's Aaron Rodgers yeah. after getting humiliated on on TV. He's gonna come back with a vengeance. <laughs> and if they don't, then Green Bay fans, you might want to start to worry. Yeah, if this is a very. Big but like game. I said, I, I had Chicago winning two games all year. They already have one, so. I don't think they're winning many others. Uh, okay, that's about all I got there. Um, first game on Monday Night Football: Tennessee and Buffalo. I think Buffalo is also going to eviscerate eviscerate Tennessee. I, I think know. I think that's Josh good. Allen is going to throw for over four hundred yards. I think he's going to have four plus touchdowns. I think he's going to have a perfect game, no turnovers, and he's just because you're insane. No, you're no. insane. They're gonna Josh Allen's going to turn that ball over. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Who's gonna get it back? Who's gonna get? Who's gonna get him? I'll bet you a twisted T that Josh Allen has one turnover at least. Sure. Okay. <laughs> he won't turn it over. He's gonna have one, bro. I'm telling you, it's either gonna be a fumble, interception, some type of shit. Well, those but, are the only two ways he can turn over the ball. So. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, well, you know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You're right. Um. But, but yeah, uh, the right, line. So, 
the line there is a uh, ten points in Buffalo's favor. I like him to cover that as well. I think they win by seventeen, over at under, least. Over under fourteen or forty-eight. Under. I think over. Uh, actually, I got yeah. Now. I think this is going to be a big forty-eight. Shootout, uh, depending on how good this Bills defense is, they looked great, but I think that the, the offensive line. I like it thirty-four to twenty. Much better. I like it thirty-four to twenty. So I'll take the over. It's going to be. Uh, I don't know. I really think it's going to come down to a field goal. I don't think so. Yeah, this is an AFC Championship preview. That's what. I, that's how I see that. That's going to be. That's a Buffalo play. for sure. Tennessee. I don't think so. Maybe, dude. They've been making runs lately, and the way Tannehill played this week. You gotta, oh, you play, I, I yeah. don't believe in Tannehill. I really against don't. Against the Giants. I just don't. But he, looked, he played well. Yeah. If he can do what he did this week, every week, they'll win a lot of games. Oh, yeah. But I don't think he will. That's the thing. Hmm. Um, Second Monday Night Football game, the one that I'm excited as hell to watch. Minnesota and Philly. Talk about a shootout of a game. Um, Two of the best – receivers in football uh one of the best young quarterbacks in football with Jalen Hurts and then you have Kirk Cousins playing under uh, Kevin O'Connell with their new tooled offense you gotta remember that there's also you're gonna have I think a real matchup actually for Justin Jefferson he's playing Darius Slay yeah but he's gonna be moved he like I said when he was against Green Bay because they they kept him away He's, that hurts the guy. That hurts the, their position, man. They're not playing. They're not meant to play that inside position. Oh, yes, they can. Justin Jefferson can play anywhere. I'm sure he can, but at the same time, it's still going to hurt your productivity because you're no, not going to take certain things. No, because he, like I said, he's got. He was one of those guys with those full route trees. They, I, like I said, I think he's him and AJ Brown are going to torch these uh, secondaries, and I think it's going to be so much fun to watch. I um, I think it's just going to it's going to be absolute phenomenal game. Um, Philly is favored by two. Ooh. That this one's a little harder. I think um, I have Philly winning, and I I, I, I think Minnesota's going to take this one. You think so? It's definitely the hardest one of the primetime games to pick out. But it, I bet you it comes down to which quarterback plays better. I think that, if, and I would take Jalen Hurts over Kevin, or excuse me, over Kirk Cousins. I think I'm going to take Cousins, and I and I am a firm believer that Cousins sucks. Yeah, but I think that Cousins is going to do is going to control the game. I think that that's kind of be the I just I, that, that, I just don't know how Minnesota is going to be able to stop the Philly offense because it's not even just airing it out. The, what they're able to do on the on the ground as well is is pretty damn good. I mean, Miles Sanders had 13 carries for 96 yards. Their all their runners had a bunch of yards. Jalen Jalen had 90 on the ground himself. That's true, but that you can stop the quarterback from running. Okay, and then he, he you, so out. you pull some more guys in that leaves AJ Brown wide open. I think. I mean. Darius Slay is somewhere out there. Yeah, and they have. Some, I, they have some Darius Slay is a good guy. I don't think he's enough to, to match with Jay Jetta. Darius, no, I'm telling you, we'll, we'll look it up. We'll look it up. Yeah. We'll look it up. We'll look it up later. Either way, uh, but, like I said, lines uh, favored uh, Philly by two. I like them to cover. I'm not. I'm predicting them I, not to cover, but I am predicting over fifty-one. Over fifty-one, one hundred percent. I think this is going to be a thirty-seven to forty game. Yeah, because both secondaries are suspect. They can play well, but I think the Vikings' offense is going to be ridiculous, and so is Philadelphia's. I think I don't think there's going to be a stop this entire game. Um, I think that Jalen Hurts is going to put the ball on the. It's going to give the ball away. You think so? Yeah, I think, I think that it's going to come down to coming from the Dallas fan. Well, I mean, I've seen him. I play him. I play him twice a year. I played him. We played him four times. So again. 
this Philly team that everyone talks so much about, they did the same shit last year. Everyone, oh, I got Philly winning the division. I got Philly doing this. Yeah, they got all these guys. They and then you know they what happened? That, they, they didn't have that great of a team last year. I wasn't that guy. Yeah, I know, but anyone that really knew football wasn't that guy. No, they, it was the same thing. People projected that. He were was, you were you listening to Talking Heads on ESPN? Yeah, because none of them well, know what they're talking about. Well, there's a. I mean. Come on now. Do we know what we're talking about? What the fuck are we talking about, you know? Yeah, but the thing is, I still think we know more than Skip Bayless does. The man's an idiot. And these guys are on TV talking out their ass to get views. If Skip Bayless wasn't as biased as he is Nick Wright has a fucking is, – is still the lead on a show. Nick fucking Wright. He got the job. If the job fell into his position, he's, he's got the job. Because he's he says a, a, enough ridiculous things on TV that they get people to tune in to see what – is going to come out of his mouth. Oh, I fucking hate Nick Wright. He's such an idiot. See, I feel the same way about Max Kellerman. But- oh, Max Kellerman as well. Oh, my God. When he talks boxing, he's fantastic. I want Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> Martians have the thing beamed on the, on the earth. Who do you want to shoot? I I'm want- taking Iguodala. <laughs> God, that fucking clown. Except when he's um, he's covering like a boxing match or something, he's fantastic. Yeah. When he's talking football, he's an idiot. Yeah. Anyway. Ah, that's all I got. You got any any uh, last notes? Um, Cowboys need to figure out how to keep. Uh, they need to figure out how to get the ball to Ceedee Lamb in a better way than what they've been doing. Scheme him more effective scheme, way. Scheme him open. Uh, I still have Dallas and Buffalo taking it to the Super Bowl. I think that I thought you changed it earlier. No, no, I changed. Uh, not a Super Bowl matchup. I said uh, AFC matchup. NFC matchup. You you picked uh, Philly and Minnesota. Oh, yeah, I was feeling Minnesota. It could be. It's one of those things. It could be them, <laughs> but that's if everything falls. That, that's like, that's like what saying What the fuck Tom do we know, guys, right? Yeah, exactly. So, again, we're going to go back on our opinions and go back what we said. But... I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say true to everything. Say true to it? Yeah. I I'm going to try to. I'll <laughs> probably contradict myself here and there. <laughs> but either way. Once we have points. more information. Uh, bad week. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm not, like I said, I'm not too worried about Green Bay yet. I'm not really worried about Dallas. It's going to hurt these next couple weeks what they're going to be able to do. Tampa Bay, I think they're still going to be fine. Buffalo looks like absolutely incredible. They were the best team this weekend. Cincinnati, not worried about them either. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to have another five turnover game. Um, yeah, that's, uh, and the Colts, I think they're still. I think they're going to be fine. They'll have some growing pains with uh, Matt Ryan, but I think they'll be good. I think they'll be fine. Okay. All right, guys, this is going to wrap up episode two of What the Fuck Do We Know? Thanks to everyone who tuned in to listen this week. It means a lot to both of us as we try to get this podcast off the ground. This is What the Fuck Do We Know? Signing off. Signing off, motherfucker.